straight riffing is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for the show audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. And Teddy Tetson. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hater for hire. Hater for hire. I should put it on this guy. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is December 10th, 2012, 11 days from the uh, end of the world. Uh, <laughs> it is time to riff the fuck on. I'm your host, Reverend Mitch. Uh, and uh, what are we, episode 91? 91! Jeez, count it down. Uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, the uh, hater for hire, the uh, difficult brown, Mr. Teddy, TMI Tutson. How in the fuck are you, sir? Uh, I'm all right, Mitch. I'm hanging on mm-hmm. right now, buckling in, about to have a real paradigm shift, waiting for the old floodgates to open up. Nat Turner's revenge is bubbling up in the shadows. We coming. Uh, I have no idea what any part of that meant, but that's okay. That's pretty standard. So <laughs> we're doing all right. And our guest this evening, Mr. Eric fuck are you sir i'm good that was really dramatic you didn't see that coming you? no one ever yeah. sees the old oh. anthems uh, the old stadium chamber i yeah. love it mm-hmm. thank yeah, you for yeah. having me i'm so excited to be here well glad to glad to have you here uh apparently you've been waiting for this for a while even if we eric and i have been talking now. for a long time about uh getting him and we his... have you guys booked way in advance we try we try to run a tight ship around here it's nice it's very so, nice you know now that we finally got a change you're a busy man though you're running shows every time i see you you got a new show popping up I got uh, I got a couple things going in town right look, now. Look at that slide. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare pull that with me. I know your routine. Don't you try. Are you worried that, that it's too early for plugs? That, is that what this... Uh, <laughs> I want to spread them out. <laughs> All right, I got you. <laughs> you pull that, old, them. Pull, pull that old modest charm routine with me. I know your game, hon. <gasps> you guys have Otherwise, such... I seem like I just come on here to plug. <laughs> you guys have such good radio voices. Oh, thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. Do you know, that's, like a, that's always that weird compliment if it doesn't come from someone that you know that you can be like oh thanks for making me feel uncomfortable but like I happen at work sometime I'm like you have a nice radio voice and I'm like you motherfuckers don't pay me enough and I know what that means you're gonna try and use me don't you dare bitch I will fucking I will just hey what's up bitch what's going on I'm talking like this from now on <laughs> payroll who wants check stubs so uh, what are you guys up to I'm just uh, I'm just saying it's old Chappelle nah see nah I remember I was, uh, I remember I was in a, in a Denny's, uh, years, years ago. This would have been just after high school. I was in a Denny's and, uh, I remember these two old ladies, older ladies. Uh, yeah, you know, (laughs) Denny's was the jam. That's where we used to kick it, uh, in Phoenix. And, uh, these, these two older ladies, like, uh, maybe in their sixties, fifties, something like that. 
I'm not good with ages. Seniors, and uh, they walk. They were like walking up, and they had that look, and I was like. I fucking know that look. These bitches are coming over here to fucking proselytize about Jesus. I fucking <laughs> oh. know it. Oh, here it comes. And the one lady like leans over. And she goes, I'm sorry to disturb you. I just had to say it. And I was like, I was so ready to go, bitch. You know, like just scream out. She goes, you have my, my friend and I have just been listening and you have such a lovely voice. And then I was like, thanks. And then she just walked away. I was like, hi, I was wrong. I was, uh. She was Eric so hitting on you. She was so nice. Yeah, Eric I guess has, so. Yeah, she I don't was. know. Eric has a I don't, real I don't roll like, that soothing at um, all. I would love to listen to Eric narrate me through many a book on tape. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my know, god, I, I want that laugh and the sound drop. I want that. I want I that. Hell, if only we could capture the fucking tongue sticking out oh, of you. Oh, man. God. I, I hear my voice on tape and I'm like, uh, could you take the dick out of your mouth, please? <laughs> no, like, I could not sound no, gay. No, like. it would be so. You know what? I feel like it'd be good because the. Unless longer... you're small, smoke, uh, uh, sucking very small dicks. Uh, <laughs> because it doesn't sound like you actually have anything in your mouth. There are people that. There's like usually in Jersey and stuff that have that, like, you know, sound. Well, this kind of thing is yeah. like now it, it does mouth. sound like you literally have a dick in your mouth, I but feel not like, in your case. I feel so like as okay. you progress through the book, though, you would get increasingly more and more excited and forget that you were narrating a book on tape and like you were just reading the book for your <laughs> own living, sake. Yeah. Oh, I love that part. Yeah, right. Oh, that's a shocker. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Right. It's like, dude, oh no, yeah, they right? killed the dog. It could Not be the it's, dog. It could be its no. own amazing line of books on tape where just Eric Hahn reads, <laughs> <laughs> and you could go through literary classics like, "How dare you put him in this bell tower? Oh. He's such a beautiful soul." That would be awesome. That's I'm telling you, man. That's the problem with the books on tape. There's no emotion. It's very you much like the ca- news casters, casters, just like just giving you information. Yeah. There's either no human emotions. It's, you gotta really, you gotta put that deep personification in it. For sure. You could do it, man. You could do it all. Gay it up. You could take those left behind <laughs> books and gay them up for oh, real. I'm sure what Kirk Cameron, Kirk Cameron would love that if you. Yeah, there is a, there is a strange thing with like, with like Christian companies that have no fucking gaydar. Like zero gaydar. <laughs> yeah. yeah the amount of like preachers I've heard, they're like, listen, we gotta talk about it. And you're like, you can't possibly. How are you fooling everyone around you? Do you do, uh, do you, you know think I mean? now? Do you think it's an issue Ted that Haggard they don't have a gaydar, or that they've just they've just broken it? They've they've went in and they just assembled it for a while until it can come raging back. There's some curious kind of denial that goes along with that. Is there how, is there some level of self awareness? Because it's know? always those guys that yeah. are caught blowing somebody in a bathroom. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Tat, Tat it's Haggard always is a high risk. Example. Yeah. It's never like I've lived a very modest domestic partnership for 20 years. Yeah, we go to book clubs. We've mm-hmm. had a secret PTA branch <laughs> that we've run. It's always like I was doing meth with fucking just all kind of pool boys. And and like for higher, you know, pages and just like like or like we all forget about Mark Foley back in the day when we've really done a good job as a country of hushing up the fact that the page program in Washington, D.C. was a very uh, heavy farm system for uh, hot gay male studs. They should have just called them altar boys. (laughs) (laughs) Page slash altar boy. Just 
the yeah. what? Why does the manual travel with the rosary? Excuse Roll me. With it. Excuse me. <laughs> You'll need it later. <laughs> They're wholesome travel companions, okay? They just so happen to all be I think tanned and toned <laughs> and young. You know what I mean? And hang out on I gay sex I, lines. I don't know who it was that first uh, coined the old uh, idiom, the love that dare not speak its name. Uh, but uh, I think with a few centuries under our belt, if not thousands, if eons, uh, we can say that's one of the top five fucking historically accurate observations, I feel like, of human evolution where... That like it's a it's amazing. How I thought you were gonna say that didn't want to be top five gayest phrases throughout <laughs> history. That's where I thought you were going with that. Because <laughs> no, I wanted to focus on the poignancy of okay. love lost. All right. All right. Um, I feel like a love that dare not speak its name historically probably wasn't a heterosexual sexual love. No, it definitely mean. was. It def- I mean, Oscar Wilde coined that. I think. Uh, was it Oscar no, Wilde? No, no. I, th- I thought that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, and then if you, I was, I was watching Is he banging uh, somebody's wife. What's uh, going on? A documentary of Alan Turing. Uh, Turing. Turing. Thank you. Uh, and uh, just. I knew, like, I had always heard about that, but then when you really hear all the details laid out and just, and then the, the sterilization that, uh, the state put him through, that Britain put him through after becoming this national oh, hero. Right, right, right. Uh, and it really, like, it, you just get a very, it's like, it's, and that's why, like, I guess when everyone's like, of course this man is gay, like, no wonder he's gay or whatever. You're just like, I get why you would fight that if that is what they have, if that is and the yet, arc of what they All these years later, we still haven't found a single thing that's touring complete. All right, that's for three geeks. <laughs> I was at home. And then maybe a couple of curious souls that can go, what's touring complete mean? And then they'll go on Wikipedia and read about P equals NP, and their mind will explode to the back of their head. We are exploding minds here. Yeah. It's, it? um, touring I complete is a crazy thing. Look it up sometime. I'll Google that shit. Should. Um, yeah. I just, I'm really surprised that there's closet cases nowadays. I really am. Just to support what you, what you were talking yeah. about. Because I, I, I made a joke recently about how I'm joining KristenMingle.com because I want to find like an old fashioned closet case. <laughs> So, you know, I so bet I, that is that is a really wholesome ad. I bet they didn't even know that they were appealing to you. Not at all. Like I've just put, I put it. You the have gay to. agenda has evolved again. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. By the way, when I saw the PDF by one of those like you know, those fear mongering groups, they were like, "Here's the gay agenda." Like you fully expected at the end, like like it would be like then. Big terrorist gay bombs, and then and it's big like, gay rolls in the, the town. The end result, the end result of the of the gay agenda was like, then it's okay to be gay. Like that was the end. I was like, really? That's it's that's okay your big to love fear? yourself. Well, first it's brunch. That's so strange. Well, that's a really good fear. Though. I mean, yeah, brunch, yeah, yeah. shopping, and then yeah. come to yeah. terms with oneself. Yeah, I just have uh, I been. Mean, how do you? It's it's hard to sell that fear. Is it uh, like you, if you if if we're not careful, it might be all right to be gay. Do, do you day. have associates who you know are still in the closet, and is that have, what kind of conversation is it with them? Where you are you kind of like I don't understand why you're still yeah. I'm like, now how, listen, I watched Sex in the like, City, but I'm fucking I'm secure. All right, you don't need to bring <laughs> this up every time. <laughs> all right, so good. He has all of the seasons. <laughs> Look, there's a reality okay, to it, okay. but I was just... All right, go ahead. Well, I... The, the, actually, the last guy I have a follow-up was, question. The last guy I was seeing... Waiting a week to ask. Was, really? 
And it got to a point where we couldn't be involved anymore because I can't I can't be with somebody who's living this life of like, you know, every time coworkers bring up, you know, his girlfriend, he's like, oh, yeah, she's out of town or something and just pretending like living this double God. life. I'm like, is he open to anybody or is it all completely? I mean, I'm, I'm, I know sometimes there's varying degrees of openness right? you'll have, you know, maybe one or two friends who aren't gay, who know. But in terms of your larger social circle, right, everyone's kind of in the dark. Or was he just like, I'm flying low, everyone's going to think I'm really just... He flew low for the most part. He Pussy, am I right, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't love that shit, huh? Just all up in your face? Huh? Yeah. Uh, Punani. Yeah. 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 You know how when a girl uh, puts her mouth on your wang and it feels good? (laughs) Yeah. It's certainly not unwarranted at all. Yeah. That is what I am talking about. Who wants to go to Hooters? Yeah. (laughs) I've never, you know, I've never seen a vagina live like i've never have you really never seen i've never had one like never you did you did you not do the when you were younger you didn't did you experiment on the the, other side my recollection all all the gay friends i had in phoenix like they they would get and now i use it in my act when i'm talking about pussy uh (laughs) if you just brought it up kind of thing their descriptions of vaginas were so it would turn me off of vaginas. You know what I mean? That was it's a sarlacc pit, and it's you know what I mean. Oh my like, god! Yeah, it's stop. Don't say. Do you no. have? Do you have? I'm you have? Uh, there's, there's when you think about them, are you are you just sitting there going like, oh, here's why? Here's a list of no reasons why it's disgusting. Well, when I found out that there was something called a clitoral hood, that and that was right there. That <laughs> See, like when it, it was that? that's like a, it's like yeah. a Star Wars character. <laughs> <laughs> Clitoral hood. Going on the Jar Jar Binks. Clitoral yeah. hood is a Star Wars character. <laughs> that is going on the board. That see, because uh, I I have I have uh, I've had a theory for many years uh, based on that <laughs> that uh, if you're um, uh, not into eating pussy, you're not actually into women. And this goes for men and women because I've known plenty of like fake bi chicks that just like making out in the clubs. And I'm like, if you wouldn't go down on a woman, and you're not you're not bi, right? You're not like into chicks. If you wouldn't just put your whole grill in it, just yeah. all you don't know uh, nothing about. No I woman. think that's kind of that that's, that's the, the same way that's the, the dividing thing. line. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like you could be the same really way. gay and have a lot of maybe homoerotic thoughts until the moment there's another man's Johnson in your face, and then it's game time. Have you ever had someone who's like, you know what, like I. Th- thought I was gay, but like... <laughs> up until this business. Until like, like, you put your penis out, and then I realize that I have gone a bridge too far, sir. Never. You- <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's the opposite. They take, they take one look, and they're like, I'm in. Now oh, you- yeah. hey, oh, my God! <laughs> This is what I have been now waiting you feel for. Like, I have scaled the mountaintop. Do you feel like that's probably more common in uh like your your uh gateway drug gays, if you will, the 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 nineteen year old tan tone dude and stuff like that? Do you feel like there's probably people that uh guys that'll hook up with those guys uh, but they're not actually, they're not even all that into it. They're just kind of like, oh, well, this is, this is acceptable. That's but then, all. like, if you get over 35 years old or something like that, like, you, you, you're not going for that unless you've already come to grips with the fact that you like cops. That's very prevalent these days, especially. Okay. The line between straight guys and gay guys is very blurred now because, yeah. because of the fact that, it's more accepted to be gay and it's not a big deal. So guys that are 19 or whatever, they maybe, maybe experiment and sure, they're open sure, to it and they're doing sure. 
porn now. Like m- most of the porn guys, like half of them are straight. Yeah, which well, is they, the, the they, gay they, for pay, they, which yeah. is I yeah. feel like it's a lot more. That's been going on for. Well, it's been going John on for era, forever though, but it yeah. it wasn't as sort of openly just. It wasn't as codified. I feel like it as it is now, where it's like, oh, you want to do this? Well, you know, you gotta be like, like, well, I'm gonna go be gay for pay for a while, and then I'm just gonna go and do this and Rough whatever. Trade. That's because they make a ton of money, right? right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just yeah. They'll make like a thousand dollars for an afternoon. Just I'm to... sure you do know the pressing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just say on Listen, average. I got a couple of like, cameras in my basement. I mean, you know, I ain't got nothing to do Listen, with nothing. just because a brother roll around with a trunk full of oil and a couple inflatable pools don't mean I'm up to no good. <laughs> now, uh, awesome. to that point, uh, I watched a clip you have, The List. I'm not sure if you still do that joke or if that's like from earlier time where you don't that's really do it anymore. That's an earlier time. Okay. Yeah. But, I, I, but you can I, still remember The List. Yes. Eric has a, has a joke or had a joke in his act called The List, and it was a list of things that only gay guys do. Or rather, or maybe more, uh, more uh, to the point, it's if you do it, uh, you're a straight man. You're, you're not a straight man. You're, you're a gay man. You're just in the closet still. Like That's how you can... Tune your gaydar, I suppose, is, is I think how you phrased it, something like that. It came about because a lot of people always ask, "How can I tell if somebody's gay? How can right. I, you know, pull your dick out if they smile?" Then you know, <laughs> I would love. There you go. I <laughs> now I, I just tell girls mention Stockard Channing. If you see, you see, you guys, you guys don't even know who she is. Oh, that's a she. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was like, is that was, Channing Tatum's other? Yeah. Is that his brother? I was, I was thinking, is that I was another like, dude? Is that I've magic? heard of Channing Tatum. Is that like, yeah? I thought is it was he a, in the direct DVD Magic Might reboot? <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, I know who that is. Stalker Channing. Stalker Channing we... played Rizzo on Grease, and she's a, oh. she's an actress. Oh. Okay. And okay, the gays love Stalker. Ch- I can't explain. That is how the gay the gays have always been like three steps ahead with it. Like if you wear this ring on this finger. We know you. Do you know? I would venture to say, yeah, just if, like, if the, I had just the, like the Black Newsletter, you guys are I regular Paul tr- Revere's. I would try if I had the chance to have sex with Stocker Channing. I would try. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I love that you. There's a pause. You're like I would. I would give what? it the old college. I can imagine him two, like I mean. right there, about to penetrate her, and like the moment he's like, "All right, this is. You know what? This is a little bit moist, and uh, I'm out." Yeah, I think no. I think I think like, that if penis? you were standing up and she was sort of like bent over, but you weren't like you just like looking at the ceiling, and she backed up onto it. I think you could. Gr- I think you, know, you yeah. could power through it. A guy would have to be there. You would okay. have to. You would you have, have to be. Would you have to? You would have to be ceiling. a dude who's like, just right. look at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look. He's at like, me. yeah, do it. You'd be like, all right, I, I, okay, can, I got power, I through, power through. But this. there's certain women that I'm. I find appealing though. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, so like, yeah, you, you can certainly, I would say. So you, you're like, oh, I could. She's. Are you? That's what I'm saying. The pussy. Say, you're like, you I wouldn't would, eat I'm a pussy. You're not into it. I would say that she certainly is an attractive person. Is that kind of the line, or? Well, even as older, like the older I get, the more attracted I get to certain women, and I. Find you know like I'll get you know if I'm around them if they're real life women I get giggly and silly and I but get if they're real the life face. dolls <laughs> well I need a little prep but there's act there's there's actresses that I find really compelling like Laura Linney is just she's beautiful like I just okay. love that kind of woman and I'm sure that if if I was straight is that, that in your would, Christian Mingle profile <laughs> I'm looking, for looking for my Laura Laura, Laura, Linney. <laughs> Laura Linney-esque <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I'm looking for a Laura with, Linney. With small like, boobs and a big dick. So, anyway. <laughs> what up? That sounds work. like me. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like me. I get it. I get no, it. you don't sense. know me, but I... <laughs> 
Come no, on. I mean, uh, yeah, it goes it goes the other way. Johnny Depp is a very attractive man. There's no there's no two ways about it. That uh, a ghost. Would I? I I've never. I'm but sorry, I would never, never like. I would never I like. Get, if he pulled it out, and was like, I need you to suck on this. I'd he be like, has that uh, real no, like abstract ethereal beauty. So like, I get like if you, I can only understand worshiping Johnny Depp as a really attractive idol if you were so afraid of real life sex that you just wanted to have this thing that was just like. That you would like, you would never, ever, ever have to worry because he, like, he's so fucking pla- like his face is so like ghouly and plastic. Right, I don't really right. like. I understand. Why, I can use like, some more examples. Ryan Gosling is another example. I don't think that's the same at all. Zach. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just talking about Johnny like, Depp. I think I'm. I'm I mean, I'm, I focus Efron's on him specifically me, though, but I think Johnny Depp exists in a very bad. different realm. Oh, that's than, fair. That's fair. So that's why I, I was like, like, I was literally I watched just, bitches go. I told you about the yeah, story yeah, when I literally watched human beings go crazy when I was on the bus and there was a fucking. Uh, pi- I think it was like the pirate, di- the Rum Diaries, uh, premiere at, uh, Mayhem's Chinese Theater. And like, I was just on the bus and I just happened to fucking, you know, watch all of a sudden people were just doot to doot, just hanging out. And then the fucking SUV rolled up and Johnny Depp rolled up. And then they just, l- pe- bitches just lost their mind. Oh, it was crazy. He's son. like a walking heated pool. Right. Chicks just they, lose their just, clothing. And I'm like, I mean, I get it, but like, it's weird. I'm Is not- he teeny? Did you see him come out? Was he it- looks like, he doesn't, he looks like a Fucking, he, he looks kind of like not, not sickly or frail, but like you know all those little actors. They're like sprites. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? They're like Tiny little elves. Little yeah. You think they're big, and then you he see was him. more diminutive than I would have imagined. I'll say that. I uh, I'll say that. You know, but I know how <clears throat> like the average height is like five two. Yeah, I was so, I was yeah. told uh, uh, somebody early on uh, uh, was telling me that if I if I ever do the thing where I list my stats on the back of a headshot, that I should say I'm five ten. I was like I'm six one. They're like. Say you're five ten, really? Because if you're too tall, then they're like, "Oh, he's too tall for this scene." We can't. Well, I mean, have. look, it's like it's the same thing that happens with. But they'll like, figure it out, like in Vin real Diesel, life. But, with Vin Diesel like, and you know, The Rock right. when they did the Fast and the Furious. The Rock is huge, man. The guy played college football as a linebacker at, at Miami. The man is a <clears> fucking <throat> beast. Vin yeah. Diesel was a small, small man. Small uh, gay and man. You are a small <laughs> man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just want you to know. Case you didn't, you were a small I mean, man. And the way that they had to frame the scenes to compensate for just the vast physical difference is sure, I mean, it's sure, an impressive. It's like artistic, the Hobbits, you know, yeah, and, uh, it's a, it's a very yeah. impressive artistic uh, accomplishment. Well, they have yeah, to do yeah. with Tom Cruise too. They have to dig a oh, trench always, for, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like what five four top, something like that. It's just a, you're just. Yeah. I really tiny, want to be alive long enough. To uh, not just be there when it finally breaks the Scientology <laughs> wall and all the Tom Cruise gay comes out, but then for like ten years later, after everybody's finally processed it, and then someone comes out like with a real baller ass authoritative documentary. I want to be there when like Marty Rathburn was like, "We told you, motherfuckers, he was gay." Uh, I want to be there. Do you know what I mean? I want to be. I, there. I, that's I, like that's the only reason I'm living so long, uh, baby. I, let me tell you home. something. I am so prepared for that that for the <laughs> for the past five years, I have every year re-upped my my. Uh, my uh, ownership of the domain Tom Cruise is gay and that's okay dot com. <laughs> no lie, that is that is uh still in my possession. I'm hanging on to that baby because that news is gonna break and I'm gonna get some windfall. Wow. Because he's gonna be like, all right, can I have my? Can I have that? I'm yes, I'm gay. It's okay. Can I have it? That could just be my new dot com. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, oh Tom, how long I have waited for this moment. I just want to cruise. Yes, you don't like you don't step set into up. my own. Office, process please. to uh, <laughs> audition for for women to be a girlfriend 
unless you're like uh, a, scared a, of mega, bitches. a megalomaniac. Yeah. Uh, uh, scared of scared, scared of, of bitches. Uh, or uh, uh, crazy gay. I never found him uh, very appealing. Although I will say, I, did, I will did say, he if, ever, if your, I does could he set, set up auditions, I probably would. I mean, in risky business, he did. I have a to go bit date so by date pretty. at this point. Which he is, was so yeah. pretty, but he's just after that. It was just yeah, yeah. It was downhill with him, and he he's, he's just a got good looking weird, guy. Look, he's Come got on. the weirdest body. His nipples are like right here. No, yeah. I don't know really? if you ever noticed that. Like he's got. This. Do you know? I, okay, well, let's let's just take a moment right now, uh, Riffopolis. If <laughs> what you can't see is that Eric, Eric's nipples are about an entire <laughs> hand length away from where he's saying Tom Cruise's nipples yes. are. They're lower down on his stomach. It is actually in his what would be the belly button region <laughs> is right. where he's saying Tom Cruise. Yes. So true. I don't know, like lower abdomen, not even like really, lower than the lower it abdomen. It seems like a borderline uh, disorder. He's got a weird body. Someone Google that shit. Like there's there's a scene in. No Rain wonder Man. you're auditioning women. No wonder I would audition women too if I had nipples that was all the way down on my hips. It is the, so the things odd. I Google for is this. That a birthmark? Show. It's my nipple. Get out, bitch. He's, he's got this weird. His it's just hard. It's just hard. He's his body doesn't make sense. It looks like it looks like he needs to be stretched out. All right, something. you know what? I'm looking at a photo and I I have never noticed Tom Cruise's nipples, but I I will get on board with your your crazy plan here, sir. You gays just see all the things we don't. <laughs> see. Well, you know you suck. No up wonder like you are. I'm a threat. Look at that kid. Those oh, are look at nipples. That. Hey, damn, that is low. That's yes. low. Those nipples do hang a little lower than they are perhaps I would imagine. South. That is those low. Are tri- those are low yeah, breasts. That's right. You got a real dilemma now. See? <laughs> <laughs> dilemma, motherfucker. You're going to need... Okay, listen. Uh, can I get an areola tuck <laughs> upwards? Well, has, uh, the, has the medicine reached that level yet? Pull that shit So, up. So to the point of your list, of your, of your uh, uh, gaydar list, uh, when I was listening, I was like, okay, fabulous. I'm on board. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that's not a straight man word. Almost everything you mentioned thereafter, which I don't remember off the top of my head, um, were all. I was like, "Yeah, I do that. Why is that, why is that a problem?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it was uh, like one of them was like if he mentions the word vinaigrette, I'm like, well, I like a good vinaigrette, like, uh, yeah, it's a little gay, bro. It's a little gay, bro. Definitely a little gay. I do not like vinaigrette. Man. I mean, I you know, I tried gay. to make a vinaigrette last night. I failed miserably. Listen, I didn't have all not, the right. Hold on, I'll, I'll play. It I'll, doesn't mean that you on, like I'll, penis. I'll, somebody else's sexuality. A little gay. Like you're some uh, kind of metal detector for gay. All right, let me skip ahead to yeah, the actual yeah, list. Hold on. Things that could happen in a straight guy's life that would lead him to use the word fabulous. Okay, so we got fabulous. Let me skip ahead. Into the Sorry. end of the season's insane. They got Rodriguez. They got. They're exfoliated. Look how, look how, I do. I do exfoliate. You are. This a next one's gay, a phrase dude. you won't hear too many straight it's okay. guys use. Does this sweater come in fuchsia? I'm a designer. I know all about colors. colors. Sorry. It's a color. Oh, thing. that's what it was. Straight. Yeah, yeah. You had a big discussion about colors. I, 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 I took a, I took a color test recently, and I scored a gay. perfect. Yeah, I scored a <laughs> scored a gay out of a hundred. Wow. <laughs> From O to hundred, I scored gay. Oh my god. Uh, no, I, I, I've, I who even coded that in there? Like. A, <laughs> It would be convenient. It would be nice if I if I wasn't uh, appalled by every cock that wasn't mine. But like, 
because uh, it'd be convenient. Like I'd get along real well. I'd be like, look, I I know all the terms. Yes, I I know what fuchsia looks gay. like. You know things like this. I'd be set. Gay uh, I'm, I'm, has... a, I'm like thirty percent gay. Here's what I, here's though what I what I really have always <laughs> loved about uh, twenty twenty three percent man. Gay culture. I just realized thirty sounds a little high. I'm just gonna <laughs> tile that back a bit. Too I'm late, like, bro. We go yeah, in first right. number only. <laughs> sorry, no sorry. refunds, bro. No refunds. No refunds. I figured fifty five. Uh, <laughs> I think at fifty five percent gay is no. where you where you start blowing. If someone told you that. They were thirty percent gay, and you met them at a bar. What would you think that you? What's the farthest that you think you could? First go off, them? what kind of thirty? Not talking to you, talking to uh, Eric here. Definitely some heavy making out. Mm. Mm. Would and, you be able to? So would you be able to like rub on the? Get what's under the, hand what's on the, the threshold? Shirt? Wait, where's the threshold? Like the 20, making out is a bridge to. Yeah. No, no, but I'm saying percent. so. Thirty percent gay basically puts you that. at a gateway. You are basically you I'm, are real that, ripe for the gay agenda. No wonder you are just so worried about that I, joke. No, no, no wonder no. we just listen to. It. He's like, do you hear all these things? <laughs> I like this man. I took Come a color on. test. What if I wake up and a dick is around me tomorrow? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna have to put it in my mouth and see if I like it. I have taken. And then what happens if I do? That's just sure. it. Mm-hmm. Gay men love to suck dick. <laughs> we do. Like, I would rather suck a dick than get a paycheck. Damn, son. I, you know what I you mean? Should like, be I suck, just, you should be sucking I dicks for paychecks. You, that's, 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 your... that's definitely a and legitimate job in Hollywood. Gay men love to suck. That's, I have a joke. Is, that's, is I, that where we basically got glory holes from? Because they were just like, listen. Just was, just was it the gays it who pushed the glory holes? Fuck yeah. yeah, it was. That's, yeah. And there's guys that still love to do that. Which I, I don't. still glory hole ads all the time on Craigslist. Yeah. No doubt, bro. If you want to, if you ever want to see where the glory holes are in your area, just go to Craigslist and hop on Casual Encounters, <laughs> and you will no doubt see like, damn, there are really a lot of glory holes happening. You can just do a search well, like, with glory. <laughs> Eric's like, <laughs> or if you want to take the old fashioned way, you miss the phone book out. Go down. <laughs> Not well, interestingly, actually, door, interestingly you to, your, to your point, and referencing what we talked about earlier, when you hear about like gay sex scandals, it would it does surprise the the straight world that when uh, a guy who purported to be straight for a long time gets caught up in a gay sex scandal, it does surprise them when they're like, "Oh, you were blowing him? Like you were finding guys on Craigslist to blow? Like it seems so weird." But that would if 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 it is you know just that addicting gotta have dick in the mouth then it makes it makes a lot more sense. Not, I don't know if it's good. Is it really? I don't. Know. That I don't makes it sound like that sounds I'm, like a fucking uh, a commercial for a sugary cereal or something. <laughs> yeah. I gotta have my dick flakes. You're like, oh. hey. Part of this balanced <laughs> breakfast. I'm cuckoo for dick flakes. I'm cuckoo for dick flakes. <laughs> No, well, you know what I'm I, saying? Like, uh, like the, the, like when I remember I, when I first heard about Ted Haggard, they were like, he was paying guys, he would go to different towns, he would pay guys to come into his hotel room and he would blow them. And I always thought, like, you're paying to get it? That seems backwards, but. Well, the if, thing if, is, uh, is that if the more high profile an actor is, the harder it's going to be sure. to find somebody who will keep it to themselves. If I, now, if I had sex with Zach Efron, I would be hard pressed not to Facebook status that shit. You would immediately, <laughs> like I would just be immediately like, roll over and go. So I uh, happen to bring these papers over. <laughs> uh, this is a six-figure proposal. No, I should qualify. Um, if Zach is listening, uh, no, the secret will be safe with me. I will uh, definitely try. Don't to you dare! It. Just FYI. That's it. You're gonna be. Like, uh, listen, baby, I just wanted to let you know. You know, that's all just podcast <laughs> posture. You know, you know, I love you, boys. You know, I love you. I put on seventeen again last night, and I <laughs> and I fell asleep. Listening. 
listening to it. Oh, he is so pretty. I saw him in oh real life. Is that your just... is that your young Hollywood crush right now? Is that who you? Yeah, have? the thing I like about him. Don't even give me that heavy side. Don't you dare! <laughs> Ooh, you got me thinking. <laughs> oh lord, you got Ooh, the lord. vapors. I, I do. <laughs> Somebody oh, bring hi. a fan over here. Bless it. It's I so keep, hot. Got some papers. Can I, I get some tea up? on this porch. A mint julep. Bless your heart, child. Just go and show it up. Look at all adorable. Well, no, the thing is, is I I like that he's growing older because that was one thing that bothered me is that he was so young. Made you feel crazy. Too nubile. Yeah, I don't think people get interesting and sexy until they're in their mid thirties. I really. That's one. Yeah, I feel like you definitely have to. I I definitely think there's a sense of maturity that's missing with sexuality. You just got to have some life all around you. You got to have some bunk on you. You know what I mean? You like that real? Yeah. Let me let me wipe that real just bottom barrel (laughs) funk off you. You've been rolling around. I want them. I want them to some scars through some struggle. Some muckety muck. Yes. Yeah. That's what makes it. That's what makes it appealing. Look at you. Your face all clean, precious, like you don't know nothing about life, pain, heartache. Get out of here before I go on and eat you up. It's true. No, no, look, I'm with you. It's unearned beauty. I like that. That's good. You know what I mean? Unearned beauty. You know, like if you're 20, you don't do anything to earn that. You just show up for that shit. Yeah, yeah. You no, I see. Yeah, I'm, I'm into chicks with, you know, scars and everything else like that. I'm like, all right, you, you, you've walked a, a dangerous path or something. Something's attacked you at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, uh, I was having sex with a girl one time who, uh, in the middle of, uh, having sex, she, she had a, uh, fake rotator cuff, like a titanium rotator cuff, which I didn't know was a part of the body. So when she said, uh, watch out, cause she was, I, like, I turned her at some point and I heard this clink. She goes, that was my rotator cuff. And I was like, hold on. I'm gonna need a minute. Like, oh I'm about to come like oh, everywhere. No! It's like, no! Oh, oh it's like the hottest thing oh, ever. Oh my god, that is so. I heard like... a clink in her arm. That's all I Bro. need. I'm like, you have wow. a titanium body part. Like, oh, and that it, is the moment. Is, uh, I would have like, been like, hold on. Oh no, that was oh just, so hot. Gotta get. I love you, I love you, girl. Yeah. But I just, I just banged it out with a cyborg. And <laughs> I really need R two D two. No, no, I was all about. I'm having some like real history channel future sex right now. And I need to take a moment. Yeah, I'll take a paraplegic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could incense and put on some money. I would feel guilty about fucking a quadriplegic, but I I could power through it. A paraplegic, I'd be all about it. Missing arm, I'd be all about it. Missing fingers, I've done that. You know, that's always always a good time. Um, we got to re- you know, we got to re- yeah. we would have to we would have to definitely uh, we would have missed the the runway and have to come back in for another landing on that one. <laughs> uh, definitely would have definitely would have been. You're telling me you're having sex with a girl and you right. hear a clink and she goes that was my rotator cuff. You're done. You're out. You're like oh I need to, I need a few minutes. To, well, first to of all, if what? I had not gotten to know her well enough to know that she had a bionic rotator cuff, then yes, I would be out the game. Is that something you say on a first date? No, but then I probably am not banging it out with her on the first date. I so might take. The time to get to know a motherfucker. What a guy! I love. I that. might want to know why you have a bionic rotator cuff, so that when coitus does happen and the clink eventually happens, you know that I'm not gonna be bamboozled and fucking run out. Cause maybe not everybody busts a nut when you have a clink happen, and you're like, "Oh, that's my rotator cuff," and not everybody's like, yeah. "Oh shit!" No, wait, just say that again. Rotator maybe sometimes cuff, people are like, "I'm sorry, what?" Your rotator really? cuff is yes, oh, Mitch. No. Yeah, is that really surprising? Yeah. You don't like it. You don't like a woman who's been through some Come shit. Come on, 
Come on now. Had some tragedy that's in her life? Been through some shit is one thing, man. But we're talking a real heavy physical activity, and all of a sudden someone's like, oh, fuck, my rotate. You would fucking freak out, man. Nope. Yes. Plus what led yes. to that? I wouldn't. That, uh, Not you, obviously, because that is why you're the man with the anecdote, bro. <laughs> you're the man with the hypothetical. All right. Let me put it this way. You find a girl like that, send her my way. I'm, I'll take it. I will take it. <laughs> Let me turn this into a personal ad right now. Uh, for those yeah, you, I mean, if that shit freaks you out, like, you like, have bring got titanium feet. Missing wow. an arm? Cool. Whatevs. That's, I'm just, I'll what rub was... a stub. <laughs> I'm fucking cool with that shit. That is ARI with me. Fine. Don't make me out to be So that's not what you're talking about. Don't make me out to be some sort of Eric. Alright, fair enough. Don't, Touche. Don't, don't even dare. <laughs> what I was trying to point out is when we're talking about sort of your line with uh, you enjoying all the gay things, but, but penis, uh, <laughs> such as sex in the city. Uh, that's which, why you could, that's why, that's why I can safely say I'm not gay, cause it's like, if all the other things you about being gay. You can safely say that you're 70% not gay based on your first number, which basically right, means right, if right, a man fine. like Eric played his cards right, <laughs> he might be able to get your penis in his mouth. No. No. <laughs> if, if the heavy petting, which always is on the, you're saying that's like, you're on the precipice, right? If you get a man to 30% gay heavy petting, what could you take that man to, Eric? No, no, no. No, 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 right, no, go no, ahead. no, no, no. You go ahead and explain your right, episode your 91. Watch it. I got fucking neighbors you hey, stomping your foot. I'm sorry. The Black gay people is are expressive. I think 30%, I will, I would definitely go back down suck to 20, his, he, 21. He would definitely let me suck his dick. No. One no, time. No. All we need is one time, bro. All I got to do is one time. And then you're like, oh, my God, this is incredible. And Hold then on. you're done. Let me show you. Let me give you a quick. Let it again. But with blowjobs... This is what I talk about in my act, too. Go ahead, go ahead. I found out that you guys sometimes have to ask girls for blowjobs, which is so sad. It is depressing, yeah. You have to ask for it, and then they don't like it, which is... Or then they use them as a tool to get married, and then they're done. Then they just stop sucking the dick. That's a a crime against humanity. Yeah, yeah. It's a crime against humanity. Ladies. (laughs) But I, but I, I I tell, in my act, I say... Well, I don't like to say act, but in my set, I usually say, if you live in L.A., on any given night, your girlfriend won't suck your dick. Statistically, you are like two blocks away from four gay dudes who will help you out, <laughs> right? including me. All you need to do is jump on Grinder. Exactly. Okay, holler at your boy. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not talking about me. Okay, you can I'm probably yell out your window. Yeah, I don't even think you need I'm, to hop on anything. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine. What is like the gay? Ha ha! Damn it! <laughs> I'm over here. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's apartment the, 12. Uh, apartment 12. Need a dick up here on a double quick. Uh, what is this, like a Come whole, up here and show like a woman how it's network done. of like old canned phones where it's like, it's just connected <laughs> to all the gays and some dude knows where it is. It's like by the well. He's like, uh, excuse me. I don't know if I'm doing this right, but uh, I'm by the old county well and I need my dick sucked. Uh, four I remember. Gays, four uh, gays just roll up like tow trucks and then... <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was no, when I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like deet, deet, with little horns on him. Beat you here. <laughs> I was say when I was when I was about uh, maybe sixteen ish, something like that. I remember uh, in, living in Phoenix. I, I had a friend who was like, "Oh, sometimes I go to these these you know underground clubs downtown and like their after hours clubs." And I just remember thinking like, "Oh, that would be awesome." I usually I just sneak out and walk around the streets. It'd be awesome to like actually go somewhere. And um, he he one time like he couldn't go. I think he like gave me the directions or something like that. And I went and uh, um, 
You just say it was kind of like an underground sort of rave sort of thing, and there was like couches and shit. I'm sitting on his couch watching uh, some sort of uh, video remix kind of thing going on, this art installation, crazy, you know, techno music. Um, and this guy sort of, I don't want to say sat down next to me, but he kind of like put his elbows down like next to me and was like looking up at me. He's like, first time here. And I was like, yeah, I was just checking it out, you know. Figuring a place to go and all this different stuff, and he goes, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I, can I blow you?" And uh, I was like, am, "Is this? Am I in a gay club?" And he's like, "You didn't it? know you're in a gay club?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, I thought it was just like a fucking after club." And he goes, "He goes, him. this is no." He goes, "This is a gay club." And he's like, "How do you? How did you end up in a gay club if you don't want to get blown?" And I was like, "I didn't know I was in a gay club." I'm I am sorry. Stunned. So. So but I have turned that down many times. By the but. number of straight <laughs> male friends that I have who have ended up in gay clubs or bars <laughs> for extended periods of times and then did not realize that they were in foreign territory until someone just outright sexually propositioned them with a, hey, let's take this back to my yeah, place. And then they go, wait a minute. <laughs> what's happening here? <laughs> what? You mean you guys aren't just kind gentlemen who buy a man a drink for being new at that? So well dressed, you know. <laughs> such a such. To a be kind. fair, this you was mean not dapper a, fellows don't just assemble like this. This was not a bar, so I didn't have to like you know there wasn't any. Like, no, I said buy. no. But I understand. My point I understand. though is oh, no, that it. it is amazing yeah. to me that your like your I, your lack me, of your more... lack of gaydar is so spectacular. Yeah. that you could be around longer. Like there wasn't a moment where you're like, wait a minute. There is a lot of homosexuals here. <laughs> well, you know what it was. Not, what it was is I. Women. I definitely saw men dancing together. I fucking the shit out of me. <laughs> I definitely saw men dancing together. Are they doing? Poppers? I just thought. Well, this is a club where two men could dance together. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, there'd be a difference between like a club that's not going to kick out gays versus a gay club. <laughs> <laughs> where well, are see, all the women? The reason why gay dar exists exists in the first place is because back in the day you had to have gaydar had to. to get your groove on you gaydar had to, was like, an essential evolutionary tool you had exactly. to know you had to seek it out it was the love that dared not speak itself and so it must reveal in other ways the such as a casual glance mm-hmm. exactly. or perhaps a faux accent for the sake of a story <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think if you were talking like that, everybody would get... Good were, evening, fellows and madams. Pretty sure this guy wants to blow you, dude. <laughs> Perchance someone would be sure. willing to have a romp in the sack. <laughs> and you are the worst at accents Perchance. Ever. What are you talking about? That's my old, that's my old timey gay. That's a pretty good... That's your old timey gay. That's my old timey gay voice. Uh, I need I a soda, pretty good. Is Eric? I think it's pretty good. Oh, man. <laughs> Pretty good old-timey gay voice. Come on. Uh, the no. old-timey gay who thinks he's not obvious <laughs> right, but right. is obvious? That's an amazing right, person. Right, right, I'm right. sure that guy existed. I'm sure before Gaydar was really perfected, some dude walked into a tavern and was like, Good evening, chaps. <laughs> My, do, you're all think, looking very rugged today. I do think it's an important... Good day on the frontier. <laughs> an important part of growing up is that... Uh, Let me see those forearms. You've that been you're in a place wood. where a guy offers to blow you, and it could happen... And you go, nah, I'm good. Like, that's an important part of your growing up. Where you is go, it, like, cause that's where you, you have to take just a moment to yourself going like, you know what? Maybe I'd be into that. You know what I mean? Or whatever. 
And uh, I was like, no, this is. I think the, there'd be no titties for me to play with. I couldn't flip them around and start. Eating I think that's his pussy. definitely how you know that you're not gay. <laughs> if you like, if wrong. some dude like, hey, let me get you a blowjob, and you're like, yeah, but like, where are your titties at? Dude? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I need. But if titties. a dude had, uh, even on females, you know, obviously, I, I need, pectoral. What if no, he had really nice. well developed pectorals? And then he started dancing them for you. It's You're 30% gay. Remember that the, now. It's not. Don't forget that. Don't now forget. You gave <laughs> yourself that. Now don't forget. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, you no, are see, two now notches <laughs> removed away from not gay. Now, perhaps, gay. perhaps yes. we, we have a different <laughs> scale here. In my mind, 55% gay is where you're, uh, you're open to blowing. See, this is a problem with See you. What I'm saying? You're playing the game now. That at thirty percent, I feel like you just enjoy a lot. Like you could go to the cinema and uh, in call like, it cinema. You could do what I do. You could go to Sex and the City movie opening day and drink Cosmos in the audience, now, here's and what you'd I, be fine. Here's what like, I say. That's what I'll do as a thirty percent game. Eric, tell me. Now let's try. I can specify this is why colors. I love that Eric. This is why I, I love just picking Eric. That's Gray. good. Such it's a fine. fountain of wisdom. Go right ahead. What I'm trying to say is <laughs> to do. A service that Riffopolis, pay attention right now. You're gonna learn a real lot about the old gay community here, the old gay agenda. <laughs> if you now, haven't already, for Mitch's sake, who is a man that we've established in the real world is 30. By the way, where would you things. put yourself on the scale? Huh? Where am I on the scale? Yeah. Oh, bro, I'm like eight percent gay, dude. I'm not even not eight. Eight percent. I'm eight percent gay. All right. I enjoy sweaters. You do like <laughs> you do like <laughs> watching men run around on the field a lot. I'm just telling. I'm you watching a right professional now. wrestling as a child to wrestle with that question. We're like, why? I hear right now. Definitely is not. Right. Really, I was like, this is kind of gay. But like, why? I definitely am not watching for that reason. So I'm eight percent. I'm say. curious what zero percent is at this point. But go ahead. All right. It's a man I'd who's put dead. Much higher than eight <laughs> percent. Ain't I, no man alive who ain't a percent gay. That's, <laughs> that's why you got to be more than eight percent. You wrong. Uh, uh, what I what I want to say. So Mitch, right, Mitch would describe himself right. like fifty. Like he would say like, oh, if I was fifty five percent gay, right? But what I'm trying to say is, you're fifty five percent gay to. Eric in actual Gayville is like seventy percent gay. Am I right here? Where like if a dude so comes, then to I you, have to alter no, my percentage you, no, down to no, account for the no, for the, because you ain't even you don't even know what kind of trap that you're walking into. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's how Ted Haggard happens. Like I'm only fifty. If I was fifty five percent gay, then I would just have dicks all the time. I'm only thirty percent gay. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, you got fucking male prostitutes and a meth habit, bro. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's that easy. Clearly, Eric, the, there's, Eric, a, there's Eric, a transaction I wait, rate that that I I need to the Conversion rate I, the of, conversion, of what he's I, considering versus right what I'm talking about. Can you, can you speak see, to this? I see where you're going with Can you this. speak to that for now? But from a personal standpoint, I don't want anybody who's on the fence. I want somebody who knows what... Who's jumped you know, the like, fence and is running around looking for dicks. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. 100%. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, I you had, had you my share. Do you have a lot of friends who like to tour guide and I was just like... Do they do that? Like your friends who sort of specialize in like, I'm going to break them over? Yeah, like who wants to do that I feel like that's a very... I feel like that's kind of a very unique it's a, it's a very fascinating thing to me because I'm like it's a really weird pursuit to constantly it's definitely a niche yeah that's, I, I don't they they like to pull people over and kind of be the who wants that shit I don't want to yeah, I want yeah, somebody who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. I don't want to have to play any of the games that that, that see I happen. feel like when you're talking about all these things the various things that you like and so on and so forth I'm 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 the straight version of you in that regard because 
Uh, I don't like good. a woman who's on the fence about like blowing or like a woman who's like, well, I haven't really done that. Could you show me how? Like, I don't want that. Like, give me, you know, a worn, you know what I mean? Been around the block, well, and wrote, written a few stories about it. You know what I mean? Could show other people around the block for a little while. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Need but like see, my friendships, uh, uh, my friendship, enthusiastic consent, as they say. I've always had closer friendships with straight guys than gay guys. So though my straight friendships are so important to me that I've never there's never been a time where I was like, ooh, maybe you know, I've never been that way. Right, right. I would rather have a friend than somebody I'd have sex with. So on your scale it goes friend Blowjob paycheck. So far, that's what we've got for like yeah. order have, of importance in your have, life. We're gonna okay. by the end of the uh, show, yeah. we're gonna put together Eric Hahn's mission statement, and it's gonna be <laughs> friends, blowjobs, paychecks. Your pyramid of no needs. more sweatshops at the top is like yeah. friend. We've got we've got and one level down. We've got blowjobs, and one level down from that is paycheck, uh, and then somewhere towards the bottom. Where how do you feel about Brie, for instance? <laughs> right. Like, right. That's what it is. It's where, does Brie, Vinic, where does Golden Girls go on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Efron somewhere in the Zach middle. Zach Efron, or... Ascots. <laughs> That's hysterical. Silk sheets. <laughs> All right. I so here's the here's okay. the here's the thing. Uh, we talked very briefly before the show, and uh, apparently we do need to reference this subject again because we brought it up on another show talking about uh, Kevin Clash, uh, Elmo, and uh, and uh, maybe I maybe I'm just. The now former voice way of too apolo- like may, may, too too apologetic on his behalf, but when it comes out like oh he was banging out with like sixteen seventeen year old well let's try it before we go before we, let's really let's set the stage and uh, if because uh, there's a lot of details that have come out now so let's kind of do a real brief recap before we kind of dive into it well I'll tell you what what the latest I heard well I mean obviously he stopped being Elmo there was there's been quote unquote several however many that would be several there's been allegations. at least four uh, there's been three on the record interview uh, acute not I want to say accusers but confirmed. Uh, right now, yeah. here's the thing: is from from what I was from the three that I heard about, all of them were uh, you know sixteen, seventeen, hanging out either on like gay sex lines or gay chat rooms, talking talking all the doing the cyber sexing as mm-hmm. it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gotta feel like. Um, 16, 17 year old dude, if you're like hanging around on gay sex lines, I don't know that somebody's taking advantage of you if they're banging out. So, well, let's, I don't so know. Maybe well, I'm weird. Got, on well, that. there's a, there's a good article. There was a good uh, interview on Gawker with uh, a bunch of the different uh, individuals who had, uh, conf- you know, confirmed that they had had a, a sexual relationship with Kevin Clash. Uh, one of them talked about uh, that there was a lot of uh, daddy son play. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Super uh, creepy. Definitely with uh, you there. And so, um, you know, uh, there was also, he, you know, he was, a, there was a lot of sort of, uh, when he was talking about the, the way they describe it in one case, uh, he was said he was, he was entertainment, you know, he was high up in entertainment. And then it kind of became more and more that, you know, and you sort of revealed that he was this thing. Um, but, uh, of just sort of giving money and, and helping out a lot of these sort of younger men that he would meet online and, and um, I'm not sure, but you know, if there was the, a- the fourth one here says that he had flown him over to New York City a few times for sex and things like this, and uh, I, I it, it's just difficult for me. 
because usually when you you hear about like certainly children, it's that's an entirely different thing. But when you just hear about like younger people and older people, when you're talking like sixteen, seventeen, it's it's funky because it's like it's it's easy. You know, I'm thirty four now, so it's easy for me to say like, yeah, I would not fucking put my hands anywhere near a sixteen, seventeen year old. But when I was sixteen, seventeen. If like a thirty-something-year-old chick was like, "Hey, uh, I'll fly you to New York, and you can fuck me while my husband's away or something like that," I'd be like, "Yeah, yes. but see, that's the pro- and that's probably that's exactly why I wanted to bring Eric on, and why I'm really glad that we kind of had the conversation that we did to lead up to all of this because the perspective that you are filtering it through is so radically different from everything that's happening with Kevin Clash and the four men." Uh, you know, who have now come forward and talked about their relationships with him, that your cultural experiences and your reference points have almost absolutely no bearing on what was happening on that side of the fence. Because it's so radically different, especially if you are this young gay man who, you know, we talked about one of them was involved with holding up a, a manager at knife point for jewelry and drug charges sure, or whatever. Sure. And you're, you're dealing in this circle with powerful men who are completely in the closet and they are operating in, you know, this entirely just completely non-realistic realm at all. And you've got things like daddy son play, which you're saying is very, yeah, yeah. You, you say that like, well, that's kind of creepy. No, and no, Eric, no, hold, I, on, can, hold on, hold on. No, cause on I didn't get a chance to fucking finish my, oh, what I'm, I'm saying. Sorry, is, I thought you were done. No, it's fucking, it's tricky. Because, yes, on the one hand, I think about, like, I wouldn't be, you know, whatever. I can't, obviously, speak for other people. I can't speak for the gay community. can't speak for identity issues, any number of things. I don't think it's right. I'm not saying, like, oh, he should be, eh, fuck all these whiners and things like that. I'm not saying that by any means. Um, what he did is, uh, at the very least, um, creepy as fuck and uh, somewhat immoral. Uh, definitely illegal, obviously. Eric just. Uh, it's tricky in that regard because there is a there is a lot more to it, and that's why that's why I preface it with it's tricky. But I don't know that. I guess it's that thing. Um, if you if you had to draw a line in the sand, does a seventeen sixteen year old uh, boy, uh, man, young man, whatever you want to call him. Uh, does a 16-year-old male uh, have uh, – uh, what percentage or whatever have you, is he cognizant of his decision-making? You know what I mean? Uh, how much of it is uh, any kind of like, oh, he made a decision? Go he's ahead. not. He's Go ahead. not. Right. He's not. He's – in that in that regard, the only people that he can have consensual, consensual sex with – are people his own age? I mean, I don't think that that it's a natural state to be a 35 year old with a 16 year old, and that's that's what keeps. Oh, I'll us, agree with you there. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. And I, I I think that a lot of times when it happens between men and women, it's kind of seen as like a rite of passage. But even even heterosexual, it's not. It's oh yeah, not yeah. healthy. Well, well, I can remember. I can remember in high school, like I knew I had I had two or three female friends that were dating guys that were, ju- you know, graduated college. And, you know, they, they were talking about 15, 16 year old girls. And these are 27, 28 year old guys. And at the time, you know, in high school, Yikes. I thought, He's a little old. But then when I got to 27, 28, looking back, I was like, that is fucking unbelievably fucking creepy. Yeah. 
And the, those women had this thing. Well, he says I'm really mature for my age. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure he does. And uh, they'll, there's a lot of sort of excuses like that. Meanwhile, uh, I had a band in high, uh, just after high school, and our drummer was uh, – we used to call him the 30-year-old gay drummer because what he was. <laughs> and uh, he was uh, – he had like a, just 46. an immense fetish for like 16-year-old dudes, like 15, 16-year-old dudes. And on the one hand, it was like, well, that's fucking creepy. On the other hand, uh, the guys were friends of mine, and it's they like, were fucking around with other th- gay friends of I mine, and they didn't is... seem to be all that creeped out by him, even though I would be. I, they didn't seem to well, be. Well, how, you know? how old was how old was he at this time? He would have been how old? The drummer? Yeah, it was thirty. Okay, thirty. So I mean, I think this is and this is kind Creepy, of I think what but, you were you know. what you're getting at is is the way that you classify it as he had a sexual. I don't think it's appropriate to classify that as a fetish so much as that's more reflection of uh, arrested development and being sort of emotionally stunted. Sure, and you know. But we is, don't we don't look at that way if in a in, in a straight world. We don't have discussions about uh, a 28-year-old, 30-year-old guy and a 17-year-old, 16-year-old chick. We don't necessarily have discussions about how he's damaged in his head. What was that girl we talked about on Courtney this show? Stoddard. Courtney Stoddard. That's Stoddard. the one I'm thinking of. Courtney oh, yeah. The 17-year-old and the other From guy was like 45, therapy, yeah. 48, something. Right. That shit is fucking He's gross. older than her stepdad. But in the state she was from, not illegal. So, you know, well, I think I think the thing is, is that even even a better example than that. And it's it's a better uh, a comparison. I kind of feel like is is if you take uh, uh, one of Adam Sandler's latest movies, that's my boy. Right. With uh, Andy Sandberg and the whole plot is he's just, just a fucking drunk, rabble rousing, dysfunctional asshole who back in the 80s was a dropout in high school, whatever. I don't even know if he makes it to high school, but like the whole plot, line, I think, is he got a teacher pregnant, you know. And that is that is Andy Samberg, and he grows up and is trying to be unlike his father. He's real straight laced, but it's basically just a fucking plot point. the The crux of the plot is essentially um, the adult preying on a child, and everyone glorifies it. And that is a thing that we are like, hey, thumbs up. Yep, we're going to make a movie. Like, that's just a really okay, cool thing to happen, as opposed to a really traumatic thing that happened to that child that fucking terrified them and stunted them emotionally and prevent them from ever growing and maturing. But the problem is that we have too many people, especially in the elite, in the hierarchy, who instead of recognizing that as dysfunction, which is what Eric hit on in the beginning, think that that is a really fucking cool thing. And it's it's not because you essentially have someone in power preying on someone who's vulnerable, confused. Yeah. And especially if you if you and I think what's very problematic about it is that um, the the gay community uh, in particular in America is 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 sort of endured a lot of crises and uh, a lot of just very low devastating points. Um, well, you've got the the difficulty. I think that I mean the deal that's being made out of this would not be made if this were a straight man and a straight woman. I think it also would not have vice, ever, it especially if it was. Well, the other it wouldn't around. have. I mean, I think that's it because it's this peek into a very I, I, unique I, the, slice. There of is sexuality. A, and there is a concern amongst the you know the 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 fucking you know uh, gay bashing uh, you know. Uh, we can fix gay and all this different stuff. The way they so casually put a put a link between homosexuality and pedophilia, this is doing it no favors. And I think that's part of the reason there's such a spotlight on this because those people stand to gain from 
creating that link and keeping it alive, even though it probably, even in this case, is not there. What are you going to say, Eric? I I think it's, uh, in terms of this instance, it's ironic that he did what he did for a living. I think that it it would still be wrong uh, to this degree had he been a plumber. You know, but the fact of the matter was is that he was in a position where he was entertaining a lot of children. So it's very ironic. If Anderson Cooper did this, where would we be? Oh, I mean, well, you know, it would probably be, it would definitely I mean, he's older than Kevin Clash, but I'm saying... If Anderson Cooper did this, then it would be definitely one of the most, uh, that would be a tabloid scandal for the ages. It would be a I mean, Anderson Cooper's already, uh, you know, tabloid fodder for moving into a firehouse with his boyfriend before he came out. I mean, Anderson Cooper's always been that, so if he had ever had anything like this, it would have been been easily just kindled for the fire. Well, I'm talking to Eric's point, you know, specifically the Elmo thing, the kids, that's what freaks everybody out. Well, I mean, I think partially is that Kevin Clash Flash has gotten a much higher profile with the documentary that came out a few yeah. years ago, which is a fantastic documentary, and that's partially why I think it's it's a very sad state where you get this really uh, amazing peek into what led to the creation of this thing that everyone has this great fondness for. But part of it is that you know, in the shadows of everything that you're learning about on, in that documentary, is also the same person who has this this uh, void in them that needs to be filled by bringing someone in to play out daddy and son issues. That's not, those things aren't disconnected. And to your point, uh, I feel like what the large problem is that we don't have enough uh, institutions or willingness in our media institutions and cultural establishments to allow for viewpoints to come in and explain things from a radically different perspective than what everyone else is sort of used to, sure. Because, I mean, it's it's not like it's it's not. I mean, you can't ha- like you can't have a bunch of heterosexual people who don't know shit about this culture, and they don't know really anything except for the bunch of idyllic fantasies that aren't very realistic at all. They don't know anything about the history. They don't know anything about you know fucking from Stonewall to fucking Reagan just giving the thumbs down like it was gladiator to the gay community after AIDS mm-hmm. and just being the worst human being in the world. Yeah, I mean the leader of the free world was like. Like, fuck you, you can die. And you've got an entire generation of people who spring up from that. People like Kevin Clash, who are coming out of that shadow, making things like Elmo. And we don't have a media institution that is even fucking capable of, of, of grappling with that mentally and then presenting it in a way that other people can digest. Because... They don't have anyone like Eric Hahn around. They don't have conversations with people like Eric. People who are fucking grizzled glory hole veterans. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Put that on the board. I've never done it. Grizzly glory hole veterans. It's a lot of alliteration you like there. That? But, you like that? <laughs> but I've never done a glory don't hole. Don't you dare lie on this show. Uh, don't you dare. Uh... <laughs> what we have here today on Straight Riffin for you is Eric Hahn. A grizzly, <laughs> glory hold veteran. Oh God, <laughs> that's so sad. It's not where you want to be. Oh, not at all. Well, I, know it's, Eric it's like, I got friends who would like that, damn it, but I, not me. Not me. No not way. me. It ain't me, motherfucker. I don't like. Let let the record show. I don't even <laughs> like to. 
piss in bathrooms, in public bathrooms. You know if what you, I mean? Like, you I will drive on past that gas station, won't you? I yeah. am not. I don't. I, th- I think it's doing filthy. It. I just think that that's the last place I want to get down. my groove You on. don't even sit down. Not, no way. I do all that. I do my sit down thing at home. You sit down to pee a little bit. You sit down to pee? No, I do. Oh, I the do. other thing is oh, I, do I, do I do that. I don't do that. Do you sit down to pee? Sometimes, if I have something to read or if I'm on the phone. I do that too. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. I don't judge me. You know what I'm saying? I probably bet a man was killed many a moon ago for, for trying to sit down a piece of a car to me. He's like, well, I was enjoying myself and they just killed that man. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that man. That man probably worked real hard. He wanted to sit down, rest, okay? Let that man live. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Get some reading. We're done. evolved now. We're, yeah. we're sinners. Yeah. We're squatters. That puts you a little higher than 8%, by the way. No, that's 8%. Yeah, that's 8%. I'm factoring that into the 8%. You know what I mean? <laughs> Without that, I'm probably like four on a good day. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh. Well, um, do I get to factor in every single episode of Dawson's Creek that you watched? That's not just in research. Uh, that's not gay. That's, yeah. that's, that's uh-huh. no, that's, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. That's just, that's just bad TV. That's just, that's right. knowing. That's under, that's right. understanding right, the man. world that I'm all in. Right. I want need a window. All right. Just saying, all these motherfuckers are so sad. I'm like, this why fucking are you so guy, sad? He won't give up yeah. any, any more than that, uh, very slip, small sliver of percent. Oh. <sighs> All I know is I'm secure where I'm at. I'm sorry that you're not. I guess the one thing though that uh, I'm I'm perfectly scared, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about me. That's why I watch so so much Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill. That's why I can have the conversation that America doesn't want to have about One Tree Hill. Okay, I can have it. You be sitting on the There's side. There's a reason line. America doesn't want to have the conversation. No, it's because they're not afraid worth of it. No, it's not you're worth wrong having. about that. There it's is an no conversation about One Tree so Hill that are worth having. Not a one. Nary if a there one. was a Roman version of One Tree Hill, I guarantee. To you, they would be talking about it on the way to the Coliseum to watch some Christians be eaten by lions. I know you I did guarantee. not just compare that. Yeah, but okay. I did do that. Okay. Run, tell that to somebody. 12%. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eric, when you, were, when you were 16, 17, uh, was gay just not at all discussed? Where are you? Well, I don't know where you come from. Where oh, I come from Ohio. Ohio, Ohio. so that would be a, that would be a of, yes, was not discussed. Uh, northeast part. Okay. Right. And it was very. I know you weren't looking at. Pussies. Where are you? Where are you? Relation to Cleveland, Columbus. So you're like uh, an hour south of Cleveland. Okay, hour south of Cleveland. Yeah. Right. And it was. I was closeted for most. Well, all through high school. But then when I I graduated when I was seventeen, and that's when I first came out to people. When but did you first sort of have the idea that you were? Uh, oh, when I was. Well, I knew I was gay when I the day I learned to sit up. Yeah. <laughs> like in the crib. Like I just have always been. I just always You're like, know. Where are all the, the dicks? <laughs> <laughs> these Where? bars kind of look like dicks. I better get used to I these things. Well, I'm that's gonna, gross. That doesn't taste good at all. all. <laughs> yeah. I find a real. I just always have known uh, from day one. And what I was had, that conversation? I'm, I'm fascinated what the conversation was like with yourself. Was it sort of like, a, well, it seems sort of different from what everyone else is appearing to be the norm? Or how did that kind of evolve within you to the point that you were like, oh, so this is that thing that I am. Okay. This it, is the name for it. All right. Well, I'm. It I'm, wasn't a struggle at all. It no. really wasn't. I just wanted, I knew my first boyfriend, quote unquote boyfriend, was, was a year older than me. And I just knew, uh, in fourth grade that all I wanted to do was just be with him and we wanted to get a van and tour the country and oh my god you know like we had those adorable. kind of talks I fourth grade Eric Hahn wanting to run off with someone who was an older man <laughs> in a van no wonder you're such a fucking vagabond <laughs> you you fantabulous bastard oh. you. 
in six more years we could get some, a van. Some fifth grade fucking just rabble rouser was like, come with me. Be my, be my Starsky. I'll be your hutch. Oh, my you know, God. Kind of oh, thing. I got to go right now. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Be my Starsky. I'll be your hutch. Just going on the board. You just, you just brought all kinds of gay right now. You just brought... I loved it though. I loved being with him. I loved, I loved the fact that, you know, that we would, we'd hang out all day together. We built a tree house. We played tennis. We had clubs. We, you know, just did all these. Oh, things. it's gotta be and a then, dream at and that then age. At the, and then at the end. Nobody's thinking about that. It's always like, can my boyfriend sleep though, over? They're like, yeah, why not? Like I don't if care. You both know. Like, yeah, no, both exactly. Know no one else knows that it's you're just be a like, fucking dream. you're just like, oh man, we are getting away with murder. Right so now. did, did he, did he go like, we got to knock this off or did he move away what happened we grew apart in terms of our personality like we were so different and as we grew older we really grew the only thing that held us together basically kept us together was being you know sexual partners so being gay in ohio yeah so we would just looks like it's just you and me again yeah i would just i would (laughs) not a lot of us around i'd call him up periodically and be like hey you know do you want to come over or something i think that was like the code you know do you want to come over and uh He'd be like, yeah. He would come over, and we would do whatever we had to do. But interestingly enough, I never, we never did like the normal gay stuff. Never, never fucked or sucked or anything. It was just like just making out, making out, kissing, and about a thirty percent action. (laughs) (laughs) Boom! I did it again. (laughs) Making gay plans at least at sixty percent. Want to point that out? Uh, Fifty-five is like. 55% 55% would be like wild hair up your ass. You gotta adjust 60, for geography. 60% or higher is like you're making plans. It's not like, well, I just think, I find it interesting. <laughs> if there's not money involved, that might be closer to 70%. No, but listen, in my, just looking back on Fuck my you. development though, like it's interesting that we didn't, we never really had an, we didn't really have a desire to do that. We, we kind of. More about kind of intimacy of a, You still talk yeah, to him at all, kinda, by chance? We're Facebook friends. Oh, yeah. He's big as a house. He got so fat and he's got like a gazillion kids and. Oh, he went straight? Or yeah. did he just adopt? He, what is no, that? he married and. Is he, is he straight or is he. I or is he straight he, with air quotes? I think. <laughs> now, this is the thing. I really am glad that we kind of, that you kind of touched on this because I'm fascinated by something and I would love to hear more about this, uh, from you. But I feel like, uh, and it's one of the things that we kind of touched on about earlier with in the 21st century, you've got all these different forums now on the internet where people who otherwise, kind of like we talked about, uh, in the last episode where the internet is a lifetime of sexual exploration in a sure, month. Sure. Uh, you've essentially got people who can, now live a life where um you know even if they may know it intrinsically kind of like you did in a, in a much different era and you were just like oh okay like I, I happen to have this friend but like now you can grow up and you're like well i'm into this thing and i can meet people and talk about it and figure out all these weird things and it's this much easier yeah. experience but i feel like there's this thing with a lot of dudes who are straight but like enjoy like enjoy either like sucking dick or like, or something like that. Or even I mean? watching it online. Right. Or like, but like in some way, like a thing that would have previously been like, oh my God, you're like crazy gay. They're like, no, 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 I have a wife. Like I, like I have, like I have a family, but like as part of my sexual sort of persona and who I am, I enjoy that or whatever. And is, is that something that you've kind of, 
I mean, it's it's a kind of fascinating thing for me because I'm like, well, that's that's a really weird, like a really weird kind of evolved sexuality. I feel well, like. there's the men of my generation are more like me. Like they they if they wanted to have families, if they wanted to have kids, they married a woman. You know, so that and then now they're trying to do the beard thing. Yeah, now they're living like this double life, which which must be awful. I can't imagine ever living. It's gotta be soul crushing. You know, but I think younger guys now there's a lot more fluidity between what is gay and what is straight and what. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting to try and I mean, because you can try and imagine that conversation with you know your wife or fiance or girlfriend or whatever she is, and you're like, listen, like I love you, I enjoy sex with you, it's awesome. However, maybe we could bring a dude in and. We could share the dick. <laughs> like it's, it's a, it's a, I would think. I would think if you could, if, if, especially, I don't say it feels like something you should, you should, because I feel like you that's should spring where you get on to early, but if, you, if you had that situation worked out, that would probably be, I mean, that's got to be heaven for all involved. Right. Well, like you know that's, well, like that's the beauty of, like, and if you would think about like, it, like, I would be, of... I would be ARI'd being, uh, exclusive with a woman who, uh, liked fucking around with chicks. That's, like I'd be cool with that, but that's but I mean you you you've, you've got a lot more. I mean, not like now with people who you know because I mean? we have this this ability to explore sexuality in such a much more honest way and a much Everybody's more vulnerable a freak. way. Well, I mean, yeah, it's precise. Uh, get let your freak flag fly. Freaks come out at night, if you will. But I think straight guys love the idea of two girls together a lot more than a straight woman likes the idea of two. Absolutely guys. right, and Absolutely. that's what and that's what I think is very interesting. Where like you've got like and it's kind of like you're mentioning the. New sexuality of of gay men who like bringing over straight men i've got to imagine um i mean i think it's re- i think it's very fascinating that we've reached this sort of age and era where you've got niche sexualities that are allowed to uh not just can we flourish. call it niche so i don't think you keep talking to me <laughs> niche niche hey. is it niche, is it niche? Just, is every it niche? time somebody says niche i'm like what Oh, 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 never mind. You know, that made me think of something that you may Say be, Jay. you may be unaware that there exists, but there is such a thing as straight porn that's, that's produced just for gay men. Yeah, Playgirl. No, gay, there's, there's straight porn, there's porn movies. Wait. That it's a whole company that all they do is they produce straight porn for gay guys. How does that work exactly? They well, they choose a lot really of ball good looking, shots from the back. Yeah. A lot really good looking yeah. guys because there's. there's Do you know whole, how distracted Eric got when you said ball shots? He lost all. <laughs> he's like, there's a lot of <laughs> yes, oh uh, balls. What? Oh my god. Where was that? Oh my god, who, who balls. Well, oh right Jesus. <laughs> oh Christ. That was like a long two seconds. I have, I have seen. <laughs> He totally th- balls. Damn, oh, I have damn. seen bisexual porn. Oh, of the balls. you know, in 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 that sense. Like I've seen. Uh, uh, I we had we had a movie. Uh, we used to just like, go to the porn store when we were bored and like pick up the you know the dollar bin stuff just for the titles. And uh, one we had was Gilligan's Byland. And uh, <laughs> oh, right. Man. And I remember I was like, how would this a young be? Eric Hahn would have I was thinking, how is this any different <laughs> from just like you know your standard affair? And uh, and and I, the the difference is uh, in a straight porn they'll do the ball shot once in a while but for the most part that's not where the camera's at in in the 
what you're talking about, straight for gay, uh, which would include Gilligan's Byland. Um, a lot of most of it was from behind, right? And could be, you're watching it, and then all of a sudden another cock comes in and goes into that guy. And you're like, okay, now I I get it. I get the difference. There's not a lot of like. <laughs> I, wait, is that. I would love to just see yeah, a video yeah. of Mitch watching this and be like, oh, yep, yep there yep, it is. There oh, it is. That's, that's, that's exactly what I did. That must be the gay part. <laughs> what was funny. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny was I was watching it for that, like, like at that moment, and then I was like, "This is hilarious!" I rewound it about a minute. Oh yeah, you did. Well, this yeah, is thirty. I had my man. my roommate. I keep telling you, Eric. Shush. So my roommate, who's like, you know, I I I'm still convinced he's he's a closet, but uh, he comes downstairs, and I was like, "You got to see this fucking this scene," and he's watching this chick, and he's like. I don't see what's, oh my. And he like just couldn't, like he couldn't hang. He was like, don't ever do that to me again. He got wow. like super serious. And I was like, look, buddy. Like, you know what I mean? He's one of those, like the certain things would happen and he'd be like, no, that's mm, so That skittish. is not okay. And I was like, that's a big red flag. That's right what there. I'm saying. You see? Big red flag. But I feel flag. like I see, like, this is why I can say, Philly, uh, pretty safely that I'm 8% gay. Uh, because I had a run, uh, in like, in. You in should high- pick something that doesn't sound like, uh, ten times higher than it is. Because every time you said eight, I hear eighty. Because eight's well, tricky. That's like because that. you have a really say, like, out of whack. That's why I say I'm eight percent gay. Yeah. When I say ah, uh, this is why I say <laughs> I'm eight percent gay. It's like, a real it sounds for a second. You hear eighty. Nah, just say. I mean, uh, you know, projection is a hell of a drug. Uh, <laughs> what it was? What uh, I had a lot of dudes that would hit on me when I was at debate tournaments. You know, and between rounds, he is a get, master debater. In front of those uh, men. Hey yo. Hey. Hey. I've used that joke since I was eight. It was actually presented with a certificate from the debate team that said Master Debater, and I was like, You've taken this far too. Yep. <laughs> this is this is a poor this is a poor choice. Uh but I would be like between like, between rounds before it started and then I would you know, we'd just be hanging out and I would just be, you know, just sitting around looking over notes and then all of a sudden they would just start asking me questions about like my suit or whatever, just like random things and I was like, Are you is this and I wouldn't say that out loud, but in my head and then for like there was a streak of like seven like seven tournaments over the course of like seven weekends in a row when I would just go back to my team and I was like, all right, well, it just happened again. So like, I really I do not understand what it is that is happening. And then there was this one time that I was in high school when we were doing production of Fill on the Roof. This big, it was like the first production of the year. It was a musical and I was just working on the run crew for it, you know, so I'm not, not doing anything. And there was this dude, uh, who was, uh, he was black, uh, uh, and, uh, he had real good hair. I'll say that about that. He had real good hair. Uh, and so, eight percent, eight percent. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Please help me out on this, Eric. It is creeping higher, right? I mean, I'm not crazy here. Hey, All right, go ahead, so Daddy, Go ahead, eight percent. I'll give you ten. I don't, <laughs> wow. I don't cap out there. Right. Otherwise, I'm walking out and I'm going to zero, Bill. Right. Uh, All right. I'm, I'm out. Uh, so you're saying you'd make so out with one third as many men as I would, apparently. <laughs> Uh, so like, I'm like, I was on my way to the, like, we had the auditorium where we were putting it on, then we had our normal theater, uh, where we, you know, we had like user productions, and so I was going Wait, to- Wait, you were in there. theater? It wasn't theater, man. I was a theater nerd. Well. No. Don't you dare. I hate musicals. Gross. Uh, <laughs> I hate rent. I hate rent. So that makes me like eight percent. I feel like I loathe rent. Rent has not aged well at all. I, I loathe, loved it when it first came out. Loathe rent. That's got to put me real low, bro. I've always hated rent. So you've I've, seen it. So I've never guy, seen it. I, I, I uh, know, but I, I had enough people around me that you right, you know right, if you're in theater, right. you are you just know rent. Even if you hate rent, in you theater. know rent. 
Okay. All right. So, I, I have. I, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. Because I have something. I have. A, I have a. I know one why thing you I want to say. So much though. I know why you were hit on. So this guy. So like we're like we're, this is you know this is way after school. We're having a rehearsal. It's close towards the uh, putting on production. And this guy happens to be walking in the hallway from the theater to the auditorium as I'm going the other way. And he stops me and he goes, "Hey, um, do you like dance?" And I was like, "Uh, what kind of dance are we talking about here?" And uh, and he's like, "Oh, you know." Jazz, ballet, tap, and I was like, uh, "No, bro, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too big a dance fan." And I just kept walking, and like the whole way, I was like, "I was like, what?" I was like, "I was like, I remember it so well because I was like, that was very just like I'm taking a chance. It's me and him in the hallway, and I'm fucking going for it because I feel like there's enough of a chance." And I was like, "This dude really just took a really poor approach. Your gaydar is real off, son." Uh, but. Go on. Why do you think that happened? Uh, can, can, well, I, can I can I say something very quickly? I will say, uh, uh, in spite of uh, you, your reaction to women hitting on you is identical to what you just described as men hitting on you. Anyone hitting on me, you know why. I know. I'm just saying that it's, you know, when you get right down to it, you have the same reaction either way. Yeah, but for women, like, it at least which makes is you'll walk sense. away, you'll go to a friend, a and you'll say, on me because hey, I'm like, did, you have a chance. Were they just hitting on me? And you oh, have to go like, woman, yes, Teddy, Yeah, but if a dude hit hits on me, I'm like, oh, my man. My right. Mom. I mean, this is not to say anything of your sexuality. Yeah. Just a funny note. Okay. That even then, you were still... Like, equally, like, if anyone hits just, on me, I'm just. Confused. You have to hold up a neon sign that says "I'm hitting on you." Apparently, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, tip for the women out there. All right, Eric, go ahead. You were saying I, well, I'm, I'm, I think a lot of the reason why you were hit on so so much is that you're you're an engaging, well spoken, funny, good looking guy. So when when other when other guys, oh, I always still that. get hit on all the time as well. By the way, I just want to point that out. Uh, meant all the time. I mean, all the time. Sorry, but no, okay. back no. back. How how long ago was that? Was that when you were in high school? That would have been. That was when I was in high school. Yeah. So though they were responding to. Yeah, me too. Like five times a day. <laughs> like <laughs> I was that, in high school for like seven years. <laughs> yeah. They were responding to all of that as uh, they were taking those as clues that you might be gay just because you probably dressed fourteen percent. You, you sorry, I have a cough. Is this, you suit, looked good. Suit, you were friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wore it's a suit like, in high school too. What are the debate tournaments, man? You got oh, you evolved enough though. You were evolved enough to take it as a compliment. Yeah, and not be not well, be scared. I've, I've not always be, been and one of my. My, one of my uh, my old uh, apartment complex, my my good friend uh, Tom. Hello, shout out to Tom. Uh, Hope he, he's out of the closet. Uh, he is. A, yeah, Tom is. <laughs> Tom is a, a fantastic man. Uh, but he always like I like one time I came down and uh, you know we had a pool area by our apartment complex and he would always like make jokes with me and stuff and he's he's great. But I was still trying to button up my my shirt and I was wearing a button down. And he just from across, I was on the other side of the pool and he was having a conversation. And he just kind of was like, Hey. And I was like, Oh my God, that is great. Like, Oh my God, you are leering. <laughs> did you just insert? Yeah, right? I was did like, you just fuck me? <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, Damn, good thing there is a pool between us because this is fucking, this is terrible. But I like, I had times when I was like walking to shows at Formosa and it was, it was Pride weekend and some dude was like, Do you know where a good bar is in the scene? And I was like, What scene are you talking about, man? And I'm like, is it really? And then, like, right after he left, this car full of dudes that were just very drunk just, like, started yelling things. And I was like, oh, my God, is this what we put women through all the time? This is awful. You motherfuckers are the worst. I was yeah. like, I was like, I was like, I was just so, 
I saw him like I was like, damn son, is it really that? Am I really putting it off like that on the gaydar, Eric? Is it really that popping off? No, it's just men respond to physical stimuli. You're a good-looking guy, and you're if you're in the neighborhood, hey, you with the you're dick. Blend. Yeah, <laughs> if you, you're not doing yourself any favors, leaving in West Hollywood and wearing the uh, rainbow bracelet. Also. Oh, I'm sorry for trying to help a motherfucker out. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I'm with you. We're good. We're good. Really. <laughs> I, I was. I thought that was like if Listen, I if uh, I had no like, one's gonna do his own thing. If I had a lot of public day. exposure, I would probably wear one as well. But then I think about like I'm not like famous or anything, and you know so what's crazy though, I would like, like I I would avoid doing it because I I have a I'm a small framed man. Uh, <laughs> I use I use my hands for talking a lot. As you talked about in your list, yeah. somebody who does a lot of hand movements, I do a lot of hand <laughs> movements. I could have an hour-long conversation about uh, the greater points of Sex in the City. I know what a Cosmo tastes like and how to make one. So, like, I can't go wearing no rainbow bracelets. Otherwise, I'm really teasing, and I don't want to be a tease, you know? Nobody you likes know, a tease. Do you know how gay it is to say I'm a small-framed man? <laughs> that is so gay. That is so... That's, like never... a, that's a step up from saying you're petite. <laughs> Yeah, good times. Good times. My point is, I'm not. I would not be doing myself any favors by wearing any rainbow bracelets. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll I'll march in the parade. I'll I'll sign the I'll sign the document. You know what I mean? We need to take a clip, and I will I will hold that. Could be a Christian mingle commercial. I am a small framed man, God fearing man. Just I'm just point that out right now. That man is gay. He's gay. Don't let that God talk fool you. He loves a good wing bone. <laughs> oh my god. I, I wear a lot of believe, suits. I cannot believe you just described yourself as a small friend today. Oh I'm gonna mute your fucking mic so oh, fast your head's don't. gonna spin. Please don't. This is one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. I'm so glad Eric, you have no idea. That's so uh, good. Teddy's crying over oh, here. God, I'm sorry everybody. I'm so sorry. Oh man. I need to take a moment. It's oh, that's I didn't know funny. it was that good. Jesus. It's so I have to listen to this later. Sad thing is, I have no idea. Uh, sometimes you built when... up such momentum, and then all of a sudden you just slipped it in, and that's when someone like Eric was like, "Got you." Well, I was trying to. <laughs> I was literally, I was struggling in my head. I was like, "How do I phrase this without it sounding incredibly?" Uh, but apparently, uh, I did myself zero favors yet again. That's fine. Whatevs. 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 So uh, anyway. When you're uh, 16, 17 years old, if you would have met, let's say, a 19, 20-year-old gay man, would you have been like, no, that's just creepy? I would have been afraid. Really? Okay. I would have been afraid. I mean, I can remember when I was in junior high uh, and even younger... And, uh, and guys would give me that look, you know, like older men would give me that look like they were gonna, you know, devour me. Right. Uh, it scared the hell out of me. Really? Oh, yeah. Like wow. I, and I, I have friends of mine and that, that are my age that, that just dove into those type arrangements just willy nilly. Like they, they liked it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I was too, I, there's no way. I was too afraid. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't comfortable with that at all. You do know. you to this day try do you do you date strictly not the same age as you exactly but do you go up or down usually on the scale I've always gone up but now that I'm Yeah in you my did 40s, fourth grade Eric <laughs> <laughs> Well no I now that I'm in my 40s now I I tend to you know like the the youngest I'll go is like 
maybe 27. Mm. Yeah, right. I mean, but that's what. What am I going to talk about yeah, with yeah, someone with twenty seven? You know, you. they like, might be mature for their age. Mm. No, look, look, I look, look, oh my god, that's such a disgruntled <laughs> face. You get out of here. Been too many glory holes for that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that problem with you know, uh, yeah, thirty four. If I go on a date with a girl who's like twenty two, twenty three, and uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, you remember what? Now I guess you don't. It's you know, just not, it's a just of, not yeah. enjoyable. It's, it's not, a lot of things like that. Yeah. I mean, I'll enjoyable. grin and bear it. I mean, I'll, I'll power through. <laughs> you know what I think? Well, I think that's interesting, though. Have you ever, how much have you encountered daddy son play? Is that like as a thing? I mean, how like prevalent is that as something that's. It happened a lot when I was in my 30s. Yeah. Not, the minute I crossed over to my 30s, I could not. I had dick everywhere. Really? Like, just coming out of the woodwork. Just. I'm trying no, to work here. Was it from unexpected? Yeah, just like, like where you just like I can't see the screen. You, you move your dick, please. You? Thank you. you I was just I. I mean, there were guys that you know that were there were like twenty. Were they all gay? Or were they... Yeah, there were gay guys because okay. I lived in Boston at the time. Oh, I see. So they the wanted community. you to be the daddy issue. Yeah. Okay, I got you. You know, and I'm just it. like daddy. I'm still looking for a daddy. What do you mean? Right. I am not ready to yeah. be anybody's daddy. You see this wallet. <laughs> There's no, you see the moths coming out of this right? Do you know why you're eating ramen right now? Because you're good looking. Now hurry up and finish so we can go. I did date. I remember I dated uh, seriously. I dated a guy who was who was tw- had just turned 21, and I was 31. And he was really just skittish and all over the place. And I just felt like, man, this is not going to go anywhere. Right, you right. know, and I, I like at three in the morning, I'd wake up, I'd find him in the kitchen, just fucking juicing everything with my juice machine. Yes. You know what I mean? Like doing yeah. goofy shit like that, and just naked, like just fucking. Oh, well, that's a, yeah, I mean, that's a little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit. You know, Honey, the, get the camera. <laughs> the gay man juicing in the kitchen. Well, the thing, I, think, I mean, I think the thing that's really interesting is like if you like if like that's what I think. If it was a if it was a straight. Uh, sex scandal with Kevin Clash, right? Right, and it leaked out that someone was doing father daughter ish, you know, play. Oh, that'd be super creepy. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That would be the that would be the lead almost. You know, that wouldn't yeah, be yeah. kind of like buried as like a also ran point. I feel like sure, you know, sure. Mm-hmm. But you, if, or if it was vice versa, it was mother son or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like people yeah. would be like, "What's well, that's incestuous? That's like, like oh, I mean, like, even we, in, we would. I feel like the conversation even in all that those would be teacher more, scandals, you don't, right. you never heard about that. And if you did, it'd be like, well, okay, now this is right. And yeah. I feel like those dynamics that uh, that are that are much more kind of and and it's one of the things that uh, you know LGBT sexuality. I have is so one much, time. I've, I've let's say I've one time uh, been been having the doggy style sex, and. Uh, and then I put a hand on her ass to, to like, you know, you got to prep, you know, it's make sure she knows like what's coming. Dick and she turned around and she said, spank me, daddy. And I was like, all right, we're done here. We're, we, can, wow. we can pack up your shit and go like, I don't. I was just like, nah, I don't, can't I don't play that. that. Like, can't, I can't, I can't, can't get into like, I know you're trying to be cute, but like, nah, just it's, it's, it's at the very least super cheesy and stupid. Yeah. And I can't like, I don't have funny sex. You know what I mean? So at the very least of that. Hey, bitch, get out of here with all these jokes. Don't you see my erection? Listen, I'm trying to have sex. You take your goddamn clown nose and your big ass shoes. Right. Get the fuck out of my house. Bring in all this humor. I'm talking about coitus, bitch. And <laughs> trying to get my fuck on. You're over here with your goddamn. Oh. Take your no, jovial ass no, out shit, of here. Motherfucker. Here's some cat no. there. So, Go to no. an open mic. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm giving you the light. Yeah, Not right. having that yeah. shit. See that? Mm, no. Yeah, that's why I keep them red lights in my bedroom. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's basically what I was 
<laughs> no, I, I didn't like kick her out. I just was like, I just was like, we don't, I, I just said you don't play that game. I'm like, nah, I'm the whole idea yeah. of role play makes me so uneasy. It's so cheesy, right? Oh, like at the very just, least, it's cheesy. I get really, I get really like role play is a re- is a weird thing for me. Like buy in, like and, and like I, I I can do it, but like to do it, I have to have a really big talk with myself. Like, all right, like. Okay, we're just gonna wear like first of all, like I just you know I you gotta. What if I'm not gonna be if, sober? What would you uh-huh, do yeah, you if what I if can't. you what if you were you were uh, daddy you were you were banging it out with some white chick and uh, she started throwing out racial slurs? What yeah, do you do? Some, I mean, first of all, I no good. Done, I would have done my due diligence well well before that situation <laughs> happened. If it did happen, let's say. Do she you now or have you in the past ever thrown right. out racial slurs in okay, the bedroom? Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how fond of you were racial epithets during coitus? Oh, very fun. Well, I would. Like I gotta to say, you a drink. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I would. I would. Act, that's one of those things that like, I'd I, be way. I don't know. When I, I, I see videos, I've seen a black chick and she wanted me to like start throwing out racial slurs. I'd be probably way into. I've it. seen I a lot of videos honest. of that before, and it's really just one of the most uncomfortable things. Uh, and it's just, it's a really weird dynamic to engage in, and the willingness to to want to engage in it is is kind of disturbing to me, and it would be in a way that would prevent me from having any kind of pleasure uh, uh, from the situation. Um, and that's for the situation that you described, you know, with, 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 you know, if it's a white woman and she's just hurling out whatever and I'm just like, oh, I'm a little bit uncomfortable or whatever. What if it's an Asian girl? Is uh, okay? You know, then? really, at that point, you know, I might go on uh, <laughs> the Silk Trail and uh, right. Right. Marco Polo one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I would not. Just none of that white bitch is <laughs> doing yeah, shit like you know that. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever, I'll let it slide. Uh, but, <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? Uh, but no, I mean, it's Choose really. white pussy. Um, it's really, uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's tough, but I think I think that's the thing that um, I I would I would not I would not be comfortable with that uh, in mm-hmm. any way really. But I mean, it's like and it's it's kind of it's kind of weird though because like there is that like there's the whole like cuckolding thing or whatever and like it's a we like there's all these subsets of it and it's just like, it's a very fascinating weird thing to see people sort of engage in that where you're just you're that committed to that kind of thing and I'm just. It's a it's a it's a weird I mean as I you know, as I've told you before, people in sex are weird. And for me that's a very, very uh strange thing to kind of behold where it's like, all right, well like what's kinda of like going unexpressed? Because I feel like the more and more and the older I get and the more you just kinda of really look at everything, you've really got, you know, almost sort of, you know, three different personas that people have where you've essentially got your more sort of uh, sort of average, you know, prototypical human persona, and then maybe like a a more creative persona or what have you, and then you've got, uh, I guess four maybe, and you've got whatever corporate persona if you're trapped in that world and you're trying to survive like the slave that you are, uh, and then you've got your sexual persona, and you know your your normal persona and your sexual personas oftentimes uh, will not reconcile with each other in any kind of congruent way. Yeah. yeah. So it's very fascinating for me to sort of see. Again, someone who is like Kevin Clash, for example, right? Who, uh, if you watch the documentary and you see his dedication to creating puppets and his creativity and his expression and what that meant to him and his ability to sort of reach that Jim Henson workshop and, and how that childlike wonder really played into him creating this thing that sparked so much enjoyment for people in the world. But then he's got this sexual persona that is so less, uh, uh, developed intellectually. Uh, and mature wise than his other persona. And I think that's kind of one of the biggest things that you're seeing a lot of in the 21st century is that we are actually in a place where we are appreciating that people have different 
sexual personas from what may be on the surface as the sort of everyday person, you know. And we that's are, always been that's always been like kind of my uh, I don't want to say like addiction, but it's been like that hobby. Horse. One of my favorite fucking things in the world is like watching somebody transform from that from normal into sexual. And uh, you're a deviant. Yeah, I mean, sure. Um, you're a regular Marquita son. <laughs> Like I mean, you know, uh, you would have died. There's been a, there's been a few there's been a few women in my life where where like they just seem so fucking normal that I was like like just so like they could just walk into the middle of a banquet and nobody would blink an eye that I'm like being the way I am I'm like why would you want to be anywhere near somebody like me but I see this and is- that's what fucks me up and then of course there's that 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 switch gets flipped and I go. Ah. But I th- That's where she was hiding. I think if you're That's a member of society and you're an adult, you need to be functioning at a level where you're able to discern what is appropriate behavior. Right. And it's not and appropriate to steal from somebody who's 16. It's right. not appropriate to, to prey on the youth and innocence. To take that experience away from them and to have that impact on their life, it's not fair. It's 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 an uneven playing field. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that I that I feel like the Kevin Clash situation exposes. And one of the things that, especially with American culture and society that has gone unaddressed for so long, is what it is to grow up as a young gay man in in America and for a long time <coughs> it was an entity it was an exercise where the state literally was condemning you to death and i remember watching a video in a health class uh or it was a, a pe uh, in middle school and it was a health video you know and it was about aids and it was terribly terribly produced it looked like it was from the late 70s early 80s and, uh, you know, it, it ended with these people talking about AIDS and, you know, and then, you know, this black dude with an afro and like two white kids. And then the black dude was like, but don't worry, only homosexuals can get AIDS. And this was like, I mean, it's like uh-huh. late 90s in Texas, man. And and I remember looking around being like, surely, surely we have like, are you shitting me right now? And just I was like, what, like, and I would just I would think about all the different levels in the chain of command that had failed to have reached this point. Sure. And so I feel like it's you know it's very yeah there are a lot of similarities between uh, sexuality between you know whichever realm you kind of want to cross in from lesbian to gay to you know heterosexual. But, you know, there's some sort of universal truths, but there are also some really specific things because certain communities have dealt with very uh, unique scars. And I think one of the tragedies of the gay community in America is that so many people like Kevin Clash never had an environment where they could come into their sexuality in a nurturing, safe, compassionate fashion. And as a result now... We've got four young men who, you know, who have been sparked on who knows what kind of cycles downward, uh, or they have been placed in a position where they have affected other people and we have a whole cycle continuing where no one can really come into their own and mature sexually and realize their ability to flip the switch on and off and to go from one aspect of being this kind of member of society and then being okay with enjoying something and not feeling... Like a deviant. And I think 
it's much more it's much more tragic. Uh, I mean, well, I don't want to say tricky, much more tragic. But but I, I, I want to get off the the topic anyway because we have a million other things to talk about. But, do we, Mitch? But we do. Uh, we do in this country. What we need is. Uh, we do need. Damn you, Reagan! <laughs> you do he need more. So we do need more people. I swear to God, I'm a. We do need more people in power that are gay. Uh, if for no other reason. Eric Hahn for city council. There you go. <laughs> if for no other reason than to handle situations where like this, because the there there is you know there's a lot of immoral shit going on, wrong stuff. There definitely needs to be some judgment and shame. But I don't want that on top of an already big thick shame cake. Of like, and you're gay. And I feel like that's, that's where it's like, it's like everybody casting aspersions. There's a part of me that goes, how much of this is just you dirty faggot? And then how much of it is also this is immoral because this is a younger person. So, you know, that's, that's the tricky part of the thing. I want to move along here. Right. Uh, happier news. Uh, uh, Kotke.org. Don't know if you, anybody. By the way, we've had this picture of Tom Cruise. I know. I feel really bad for a moment. For like an hour and a half. I'm I'm just like, every time I look over, I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Get this. No wonder Eric has been studying this. If he ever (laughs) came across this one night drunk on Google, no wonder he was like fucking Mel Gibson and conspiracy (laughs) theory. He just fucking just went down the rabbit hole forever. (laughs) Okay. Don't you see? It's just like Madonna. Sometimes she looks good. Sometimes she looks like a crow screamer. Like, you don't know. You don't know what you're going to get with her. You know that. Phenomenon that I'm talking about. For sure. I just went and saw her actually at the oh, Staples Center. My, How was my friend took it. was amazing. Yeah. But the thing with the interesting oh, thing yeah. about Madonna is is that she's fast approaching that tipping point. You know, because when you're watching her, you the gays you, would know. You 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 can't help but think, you know, why are you there's here? you know, it's it's Madonna and a cheerleader queen hiding inside of her. But it's a it's a fifty four year old woman. In a cheerleader outfit, like it's you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, not yeah. just it's Madonna weird, anymore, right? It's, well, like okay, now the stage persona weird. She is was, starting to break. She was more mature in her like mid thirties when she was doing like Blonde Ambition and and more like the almost BDSM kind of stuff. Like she was she was like a grown up woman, and then somehow yeah, now once she had kids, in, she's like, oh hey, I'm actually fifteen. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. trying to turn yeah. it back a little bit, and it's just. I mean, it was just kind of sad. Even though, she, even though she's moving uh, like a dervish. Is like there going to be a gay dervish. intervention on behalf of Madonna? <laughs> Someone gonna Madonna, we're going to have to talk. Eventually she's going to go to her dressing room. You don't have a lot talks. left. you got Madonna and Cher. None of the, none of the well, un- younger Where crop. are you on Gaga? Like, bear, you know, Britney Spears <laughs> yeah, right. didn't really Give me a grimace. Yeah, I don't, don't want to hear again. Gaga, I forgot about Gaga. Yeah, you got those Britney's kind of starting to become very Is she really? All right. She's a train wreck. I think Britney, we watch Britney like we watch Lindsay Lohan. We just watch You know what it is? There's a real deficit. It seems like there were more of them back in the day. It seems like in your greater Garbos and your... I'll say this. I'll say this. For I don't the, know that many more because 20, I'm only at thirty percent. For the modern, I know the there's a lot crop, more. Uh, uh, I would say there were a lot of prospects who, without uh, the sort of you know knowledge and wisdom and grace of the elders, uh, have fallen hard uh, very quickly. And there's very few people who you can look at them and be like, in thirty years, you'll definitely be in a very legitimate and respectable position. And not some sort of high-profile beggar. You know, I feel like that's what's happening. Like you, you I know, would like to see more kind of fascinating. Beyonce uh, is probably the top icons of the for that. Say. You know what I mean? Well, because I, 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 it has a lot to do. Yeah. It, <laughs> Look at this. He just, he just. I was, like, I was like, I was like, I basically was like, do you want a blowjob? And he was just like, <laughs> come on, son. Wait, what? 
Come on. My Burger King, do I want a Whopper? Who, yeah. who isn't a fan of, of Beyonce? Like you almost she, said blowjob. Don't even. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you. I'm a fan of blowjobs, not a fan of yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, you raised your head at the wrong time. <laughs> you said Beyonce. I was like, hey, not a fan. Not a fan. Well, I think it comes down to... I do agree to, that I think if it you comes like down it, you to put the a ring parents. I think, I think any, any starlet right now who's fucked up to a point where she's really destroying herself... I.e. Lindsay Lohan, I.e. Britney Spears, Miley Cyrus. These are all people that are that are being, you know, Destroyed. directed by white trash parents who are leading them down the wrong path. I think yeah. it's I think it's their 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 parents. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're, yeah, that's a good point. There. Get a handle on your kids, America. All right, I'm moving on uh, to happier news. Um, so on kotkey.org, uh, K-O-T-T-K-E.org, um, he's a, just a sort of a blogger guy. I've been around for years, but, uh, he, uh, he was, he had made a prediction earlier this year that, uh, made in the USA would be making a comeback that'll become a thing again. And sure enough, it's becoming a thing again. Uh, you got not just his list, but, but big, big news. Apple is going to manufacture their Macs in U.S. Yes, I heard that. Yeah, they've actually there's actually already a few iMacs on the market. People have shown like pictures where it says "Made in the USA" on the back and stuff like that. So, so they're moving more of that operation over for everybody. You know, complaining about the China thing. In sourcing, good stuff. Was talking with a with a uh, a hard nosed Republican last night, and I said, yeah. Uh, he was talking about the economy, always worrying about the economy and all this different stuff. I said, you know, there's a there's a trend now of insourcing, bringing jobs back to America, bringing manufacturing jobs. He's like, I've heard nothing about this. I was like, really? You didn't you didn't hear that Apple going to start? Those of course kind not. Of, sources, of course not. Man. They don't fucking of course, it's, it's all over the liberal shit. Yeah, but it's not just Apple. Uh, there's Where a you fucking there's liberal a company. Fags hang out. Uh, <laughs> a guy in the uh, for the I think it was the oh on Slate Farhad Manju was uh, was writing about American Giant, which is a, uh, a clothing company. He says they make the best hoodie in the world at a at a decent price. More expensive than I would spend on a hoodie, but when I was reading about all the stuff that... How do you even make the best hoodie in the world? That's, well, that's, here's one of the things that... This is, uh, this is one of the things I thought was fascinating. There's like an extra bit of elastic just on the side so that when you're like reaching your hands up, it's not getting all bunched up and pulling up. It stretches down. That's that's a pretty good. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that I was reading. It was like, Sounds like it's they easy put a lot of crime. work into this hoodie. Let me just put it out there. Uh, they put a lot of work into the hoodie. So when you be reaching um, into your pants, let's see. You'll be caught up with no fucking sleeves and shit. Uh, I don't know. There's there's no, more. There's more on cocky. It's so it's good. It's, well, I mean, uh, I think coming back to America. One of the things that I think is really interesting is that uh, for a lot of the bitching that one people make about uh, you know because Apple took a like its stock price took a hit for whatever. Uh, part of the day when it was first announced um, and people are worried about the cost or whatever but if you really look into the examples of people who brought labor over from China to the US companies actually end up you know saving in terms of their costs because you've got a really co- incoherent production plan uh, with Chinese labor in the sense of people just using extra parts to make things and sure. there's no real coherent repairability there and so there was an example i forget the company but they make hot water heaters they brought their uh you know manufacturing over to america again um so they you know did a real breakdown they essentially found out that a fifth of the parts could be eliminated 
you know, saving on costs because they were just, they were just absolute garbage and then completely redesigned the hot water heater. So it was easier for them to go in and fix later on. So you get all these costs in the sense of, yeah, we might take a bullet in this run, but like we can totally redesign the product and make it more efficient to build, give people a nice quality of life. And in the long run, everyone wins in that sense. You also don't get the situation that we have when places like Bangladesh, where factories go up in flames because Walmart is, you know, getting its fucking uh, third world slave labor on. And, uh, you know, that factory burns to the ground, 170 people die. And then we find out that the fucking Marines have uh, uh, clothing being made there, even though they didn't sign off on it. But somehow... Because right, right. you know, we've well, got- I would think like if you're even if you're just a just a uh, mean old uh, Mister uh, like uh, Mister uh, Mister Moneybags uh, businessman. Oh, uh, Moneybags McGillicuddy! Hey, <laughs> that would be the worst name to have, though, right? Like just everybody knows. Hey, you got some money? Like, no, I'm only Moneybags McGee or whatever. Only if you're poor, bro. <laughs> only if you're poor. But like, damn, do you not see how destitute I am? I live under the fucking underpass. My parents I hated me. I changed my name to no more Moneybags. My parents uh, were so poor, they named me Moneybags in the hope that I would somehow bring them money. Uh, <clears throat> one of the things that commonly happens in China, especially with technological products, especially with Apple products, is that, you know, it's already been made in a factory it's super fucking easy for that factory to turn around and make their own fucking Apple offshoots. So it's like there are iPhone 5 knockoffs before America is buying legitimate iPhone 5. They're, they're you know fake Apple stores. Exactly. Yeah, like I've seen you them. walk in, you think they're Apple stores, and it's not. And it's if it's really- been made over here, it's it's a good six to eight months before we even ship one over to China. Well, it's just like amazing. It you know? It's like if you were really just trying to give bootleggers a chance back in the day during prohibition where you're like okay see uh we're gonna come in okay, and uh, take all your booze in about three days so if you want to get rid of it and uh sell it underground maybe turn your pet shop into something else uh you go ahead and do that kid you got moxie yeah right <laughs> I'll give you that much, kid. You got moxie. And it's just, it's, you know, you like, you, you're basically giving these people the greatest favor possible in the sense, like, they have no obligation to you. They have no loyalty to you. I mean, and, and one of the things that China is really confronting right now is that a lot of its infrastructure has been, uh, built with, you know, corruption and, uh, grifting and bribery. And so a lot of the things, a lot of the buildings and, and what have you that have come up, yeah, they've made a lot of development, but it's really shoddy. And in the grand scheme of things, they're not paying anybody anything. There's all kinds of ho- high-profile defections from the Communist Party. I feel like that's kind of one of those things. Like, I laugh when people are talking about the threat of China or whatever and, you know, how the fucking looming era is coming where it's kind of like, I feel like the more than anything, we're going to witness more sooner rather than later China actually, again, breaking out and having another revolution. Hopefully it doesn't culminate in something as tragic as Tiananmen Square. But, I mean, they're on the brink of breaking through the Great Firewall right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird to think about, like, all these Cold War entities that you grew up with that were just sort of far off and remote, like North Korea and China, are really, you know, in, in this great state of flux where uh, you have no idea how it's going to kind of shake out five to ten years from now, really. You know, and I think it's go. Cool. I mean, North Korea, I feel like, also is just... Like, it's fucking, it's one of the most depressing things that exists in the world. 
as a thing. Like I watched a documentary about North Korean refugees, man. And it's just like, and then what China does to them. And it's the shit like that where you're just like, at some point we got to, con- like China's got to be confronted. Yeah. Yeah. On a global scale. Mm. It's like you. So by American people. You know what I'm saying? No, well, what, you know, there's another place though. It's like union made. It's some fucking place that sells like $200 jeans. One of them like fucking, you know, I don't know. dirty motherfuckers. But the, the whole, their name is union made, right? So the whole thing is like fucking union. Yeah. Like we're supporting unions and labor. But this shit wasn't even, they weren't even buying from places that were, you know, union factories or whatever. It's just a mind fuck. Right. Which is the shit that I feel like as what people legitimately point out with Apple words, like, are you just fucking doing the cynical made in America thing? And you're not actually going to give a fuck. You're not actually going to invest in rebuilding the infrastructure. That's a legitimate problem because companies yeah, yeah. like union made, those guys are assholes you know, like and I, f- I feel like that shit happens far too often where people are just you i mean you know when people come to america they're like well you guys don't have any rules so we can just fucking oh yeah absolutely it shit happens fucking, all the time yeah i'm with you there yeah. I, and, and i mean it's very glory hole you know <laughs> a- apple has put a lot into you know infrastructure <laughs> and things like that so who knows it could go either way uh it's it's kind of fascinating um, that they would even do it. And, you know, Apple's a trendsetter. That's, that's something they've been for a long time. So, you know, maybe just the fact that they said it would bring a, a lot more companies might like suddenly wake up and go, oh, you know, it's, it's not a bad idea. I would think from the very least, uh, a very cynical version of it would be, uh, a three, three, uh, prong attack, if you will. The cynical view would be they're tired of getting shit for uh, putting over in China. Fair. They're tired of uh, Chinese factories stealing their shit before it's even sold legitimately. And uh, they're tired of trade secrets being leaked by uh, a you know, a company yeah, in a country uh, that doesn't have any kind of laws you, Apple, like that. These all sound like personal problems. <laughs> so y'all should just kind of get your shit together. <laughs> Uh, and kind of stop bitching like whiny ass titty babies. Absolutely. I'm just saying, and if you were going to go no. the cynical route, those no. are three good reasons they no, could do I mean, it. That's very fair. That's a very fair. I don't. I don't know that they necessarily you, sat down and went like, "We're just going to be good people." Yeah, and definitely. Not. Yeah, I don't think that's. Your, happening. Were you from in Ohio? Was it kind of like a small, was it a smaller town on that? Yeah, scale? a little dead steel town, factory dead. town. Yeah. Were you there when you came around into the old world? To the old uh, blight brew yonder. Was it after the steel mill had kind of already fallen on hard times, or were it, you there for the end? I, I was there uh, just after the crest. How much is it like it Dirty Dancing? <laughs> <laughs> it very similar. <laughs> Can I get a water? <laughs> right. What is All right. I, I found a fun little uh, uh, subreddit. Um, kind of. It seems like it grew up out of nowhere and, it, and exploded in a matter of days. And it's it's pretty fascinating. Uh, it's called Explain Like IMA, and uh, there's examples like uh, Explain Dubstep to me like I'm a cricket. Explain Guacamole like I'm an avocado. Now that won't be easy. We're gonna mash you up. Um, some of the some of the fascinating ones that I got into well, over the weekend. You're a real asshole, first of all. <laughs> you had no feelings for the over the weekend. You had no I, feelings for the avocado. Over the weekend, there was two that I, I did. Like there were there I were two that. that I explained that I was very happy with. There was one was explain Barack Obama like I'm a Southern plantation owner in the early 1800s. That's solid. Some of these are not very good. I, I wrote I wrote a response to that one. I could read if you want. And the other one was explain atheism like I'm God. So uh, I had fun with those two. Uh, yeah, some of them are are totally silly and and worthless. Some of them are more fun. Uh, explain modern day Germany like I'm Adolf Hitler. You could kind of uh, you could go into an interesting route with that. Uh, explain the Atkins diet like I'm notorious B.I.G. That's uh, uh, 
Explain okay. democracy like I'm Kim Jong Un, which would actually be see that that's a, that's a useful one. That's good. It's interesting ideas. I, I don't know. I, I like the idea of. Uh, uh, um, what I what I do uh, some of this is like explain the French Revolution like I'm a shit that is making you very constipated is a strange choice. How does that? How do they? Do, no, yeah, how some they, of them are just people like a, clearly like a twelve year old. that's like <laughs> how many guesses are put up there? Like how when you click on those, does it give you everybody's? Yeah, well, it, any the amount of comments. So the idea. You know is, what I do? Oh, the way that Reddit works, I'll just explain real quick. Is that uh, you have to upvote these things on the front page. And the higher they get upvoted, they stay on the top longer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you can also downvote, and that'll drop you know, it off the page. If you go into it, the comments, the comments work the same way. Anybody can comment, and if people don't like what you're saying, they downvote it. It'll just disappear. But if they like it, it stays towards the top. So the 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 two that I did on this explain like I am a. I had the second most popular uh, top level comment. Uh, both times I wrote. That's I was awesome. kind of bummed the first one, the God one. I was very proud of, and it didn't. It. I was thinking like, yeah, I'm going to well, take it over, but it didn't, it didn't go as well as I thought. I like. I like two things here. Well, first of all, the one explained dubstep to me like I'm a cricket. I feel like it would be better if it was explain it to me like I'm a locust, because them motherfuckers be making noise out this fucking <clears> world, son. <throat> okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, my hair, yeah. Uh, but uh, I am very fond of explain trolling like I'm an old timey villain. That is amazing. I would. I am imagining a conversation <laughs> with some guy twirling his mustache. Like, Wait a minute, you mean I just go around and just fuck with people? And people <laughs> I like, like it. And yeah, I like it. I mean, a whole community will surround me and give me praise for going around and being a bastard. <laughs> yeah, see, this is amazing. Explain December twenty third, two thousand twelve. To me, like I am a Mayan. Explain anal sex to me, like I am a vagina. That uh, see, uh, some of them are terrible. I'm with you there, but you know. Uh, Explain land to me like I'm a jellyfish. That'd be interesting. Although jellyfish don't have the cognitive capacity to understand things like sentences. But, you know, whatever. It's well, cool. definitely not going to put you in charge of that one, bro. <laughs> well, first be, of all, you're too dumb to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, I know we've Here's how I'd explain it. Well, listen. I mean, there come on, bro. Somehow we've clearly built a machine that lets you talk to an avocado in a way <laughs> that tells By them. Way, we're going to mash you up. You're going to be murdered. You're going to be murdered. I Let's wouldn't see. have okay, the, I wouldn't have the heart to Which tell an these? avocado okay, Eric, that it was going to be made like guacamole. You love guacamole. I love guacamole. Explain to an avocado that it's about to be turned into guacamole. Go. You have a purpose, ultimately. <laughs> Don't you dare! <laughs> Get out of here, Morpheus! Get out of here! Frankly, you that's all you need to say. Oh it would go, God. I understand. I get it. You know, there's a fucking knife. It. There's a knife right at the top of the avocado, and Eric's just, do you know how he did that heavy sigh? Oh, my <laughs> God, you bastard. You have the knife right there, you just... Oh. Ultimately, you do have a purpose. <laughs> you would be you you'd be a great like a uh, uh, corporate uh, pitchman or a spokesperson. Let's see which other when they're gonna is. like downsize. Like you're selling the optimism of what's happening. I love that. <laughs> Eric, good. Eric's also I was the just, fucking I was knife just going man. straight with like, hey, you're gonna let's, we're gonna mash you up. Go you're over here like, let me start off with the positive. First <laughs> off, you've got a purpose. You gotta leave. Scroll down. Let's yeah. see what yeah. else we got. That we've got Eric. Eric, who could be his like up in the air with George Clooney. Explaining narcissism like I'm Jack Chick. That's the chick tracts you know explain gel- general relativity like i'm aristotle that would be fucking difficult um see a lot of this sh- i'm just too dumb for like, explain communism know, like no, i'm a no, smurf no. but smurfs are already communists no 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 so that's uh, it wouldn't be no, that difficult let's go let's go let's keep going there's got to be another good uh, one explain rap music like i'm al capone that's dumb uh 
Uh, okay, wait, wait, stop, stop. Hold oh. on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, Explain the current NBA bas- NBA to a basketball player from the early 1900s. Don't actually do it. I'll be bored out of my school. Nope, this is stuff. great. This is great right here. This is great. Eric, explain obesity like I am a malnourished five-year-old South Sudanese child. Ooh. Ooh, that would be tough. There's a place where people have way too much. <laughs> and I come from this place. Uh, God, that's that's impossible. All right, let me see if well, I can here. get it. Let me see if I you can get it. You know what? You know what I feel like would happen after Eric would say he's like, "There's a place where people have way too much," and I come from that place. <laughs> Unfortunately, you'll never go there. Now, excuse me while I eat this sandwich. <laughs> um, I'm gonna mm. go back to the food hut. Uh, mm. <laughs> they call me Sally Struthers back where I'm from. I'm gonna say you're the closest so, thing. You're I could so think. thin. What's your secret? Explain how say. the closest <laughs> thing I could do would be you're like so teeny. <laughs> I just I need to get on this Sudanese thing. Well, look at that little belly on you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, here's here's about the closest I could get. Uh, you know that feeling when uh, you actually get a little bit of food and you just and you just eat it and you relish it. Uh, I using your line. I come from a place where we just have too much of that all the time, and people get really excited by that feeling. And because it never stops coming, they just keep doing it. Uh, see, they have the opposite problem. You have, yeah. There's really no positive way to spin it, but that's that's about the best I could do for explaining it. People- now, excuse me while I eat this sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, I think this one is. Uh, I got a whopper waiting for me in that tent over there. I think this is. I'll really- be right back. By the way, first of all, I'm glad you mentioned that because first of all, Burger King, y'all motherfuckers need to check yourself with your favorite Whopper moment campaign right now. Ain't nobody in this world who should have a favorite Whopper moment, okay? If you got a favorite Whopper moment, you got depression, okay? That's all there is to say about that, all right? Ain't no other way to slice it. If you remember a Whopper that well, it's because either somebody died or because your life is falling apart on the inside and you don't want to acknowledge it. Now, Eric, explain to me... Hold on a second. You you missed. I was gonna say one of these. And you I'm, went ahead I'm and sorry. You want me to? You you Explain to how, explain to me how one becomes a prostitute. Like I am a sheltered suburban mom. Well, that's easy. No. Okay. Sorry. I'll let Eric do it. Let's go. He's the expert here. All right. It's easy. I like how all of Eric's oh. begin with a real solemn side. <laughs> like, I'm really so tempted to do that. I'm really tempted so to do that concerned. one. He's so concerned. Go ahead. There's, you, want, you want to go, Eric? I would say go ahead. that there's people that have needs that aren't provided for, and in order to get what they need, they have to operate outside the realm of what is considered personal space. You're a professional, Mitch. <laughs> uh Let's be let's be let's be let's be honest here. Uh, that that man you go home to at night, uh, he's, he wasn't your first choice, and uh, he, he might not still be or ever was your first choice. But you you looked over all available options. You said this man has a good career. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's sane. Uh, he wants kids. I want kids. So you you made a choice, and you said I'm gonna. I'm going to go down this path. I'm going to sacrifice certain things for uh, a guaranteed uh, comfort in life. Uh, some people do that with their pussy. There you go. 
And don't you shake your head at me. <laughs> don't go judging me and shit like you ain't a hoe. You been a hoe. I know you been a hoe some that's point in your life. When you were younger and you wanted a beer, yeah. but you were too that young to why, get it. And you gave up and you rub a man's Eric. asshole or something shit like that's that. So why you get some Eric shit. On this don't you fucking here. shake your head at me and get all goddamn judgmental up in yeah. here, Mrs. Motherfucking Soccer Mom. Get you your ass in your fucking minivan up in here. Just because you're driving an around with shit. a fucking camera Oh, you in the all back. the shit now, ain't you? <laughs> right? Some of us yeah. got to sell See? the pussy. You know See? what I'm saying? That's why oh, Eric right. goes in. He's real clean. All right. Well, it's nominated just... for an Oscar. <laughs> Anna Fair Kendrick enough. is around. Listen, okay. I got it. It's, it's, cool. re- it's a real tight operation. Oh. We're in and out. It's fine. We might even cool. buy a magazine Sorry. subscription or two. All right. Not it's good. Meanwhile... If you were in the case, kids out there jumping out the bedroom window, bedroom sheet ropes. No hope. <laughs> Meth addiction. They're going to end up on intervention. Okay. All, right. All, All right. of a sudden, A&E's got to fit a bill. <laughs> I don't know. They're either kind of person. You want to know the 10 most looked up words of 2012? Oh, there we go. Now I will of, tell you, I, all is of them. Bieber one of all these? of them gave is me Bieber? a no. All of them gave me hope. Is it Gangnam? That Gangnam. Some of them are very basic, but even the basic ones, well, somewhat basic. I wouldn't say very basic, but relatively basic, gave me hope because I'm like, at least people are wondering what the true definition of that thing is. I hope I know what they are. Are you sure about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bigot, democracy. Globalization, marriage. See, the marriage one gives me a lot of hope because that means a lot of people are going, oh, wait a minute. Why are we fighting? We're fighting about gay marriage. What truly is the definition of marriage? Yeah, let's Before I even get into this, that's good. Meme, that you could throw that away. Professionalism, that's hilarious. Schadenfreude. Uh, I don't know. I mean, okay. That's all uh, election. And touche. That's all election. That came out <laughs> yes, of nowhere. For, that was literally a last-minute entry, bro. <laughs> uh, that's fucking... Yeah, touche. Touche? We looking up touche? I, it is surprising to me that people had to look up the word bigot, but... Again, there's Wait, that election again. Are you again. more surprised by bigot than Touche? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not surprised at all. People look at a bigot. They, what do you mean I'm a bigot? Oh yeah, I am a bigot. That shit happens every day, son. I guess I'm Who surprised that, that many people look. I, look, I'm not surprised that people look up Touche. I'm surprised. Wait, what? I'm surprised that in the top ten words of 2012, Touche was number ten. That surprises me. That it was used so often this year that so many people had to take to the internet and go. What the fuck does Touche mean? Well, I think that that's strange some, to me. I look up words that I know what they mean, but I look it up just for the etymology. Like, where does it come sure. from? How did I'm it come about? Because Absolutely. I find that really interesting. Yeah, so, how did it? But did so did many it, people did that good. that it's number ten on the list? That's you, again to that point. I get a job with Marion Webster. You keep talking like that. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm I'm all about the etymology are they still of terms. Around? <laughs> Very much. Yeah, hey, we have dictionaries out of business, bro. That's recession proof. Everybody gonna need a dictionary. Remember those big old dictionaries? Or do we even have those? Go digital now, bro. Encyclopedia Britannica, I think, stopped printing a subject of print edition. That's now. sad. Yeah, man. Mm. No more fucking salesmen going to it. Hello, ma'am. How would you like to do it? Encyclopedia. A through Z. That was like an old sitcom device, man. Remember the old days? The, sick, like, old the ding dong. And they yeah. come with a vacuum. <clears throat> yeah, give yeah, a right? demonstration. You know, and then she'd bang not... him in the... Okay, see? That's why you don't write no sitcoms. That's why you don't write now, no sitcoms. Uh, Eric, you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, go ahead. No, uh, I, I, what I really think is telling is that professionalism is as high as... a little weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... We, like, wait, who really needs... Like, I can only imagine that it was a number of people 
who were like either about to quit their job yeah. or like ask for a raise and like, it's called professionalism, motherfucker. Do you need me to look it up? I'm going to look it up. There it is on your screen. See all them things you ain't? Now give me some money. I ain't got none. Okay, then. <laughs> Unemployment. See you later. Optional. Optionally. Uh, uh, they watched the Joe Biden, uh, Paul Ryan debate. And uh, heard Fox News go, that's ah, not, he's not showing professionalism. And they were like, what is professionalism anyway? Does that disc, but does do that disc, I feel like it's really Joey weird B that we hand have, the man's ass back to him. I feel like it's really weird that people have to be like, what is touche? I mean, like, it's really weird that people need to look up the definition of touche. It's Especially given the context right. that they would hear it. Right. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you heard it, like, like, I can't imagine that some dude was like, hey, you want to pick up some pizza? Touche, motherfucker. And you're like, wait a minute, what's going on? Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? Yo, can oh, I get a soda out of the fridge? Touche, motherfucker. You gotta work harder to earn a touche than suggesting pizza. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the yeah. only thing that I can imagine that someone's like, what is, t- like, touche? See, touche is one of those fucking, touche is one of those fucking words. Awesome. I, I, it's yeah, awesome. it is. It's a great word. The thing is, it's, I love when I, when somebody says touche to me, I feel like, all right, we're good. We're on like an intellectual equal here. But like, that's not something you can say on somebody else's behalf. You're just hoping they're going to use touche more often. Maybe it's just me. Well, I always hope people I'll, will say touche to me. I feel the same way. I've been feeling that way my whole life. I love saying touche. But I get. Nervous. I don't get it enough. I love the English language, and I oh, get nervous God. that for a language to stay alive, it has to be used. So there's words that are no longer within our vernacular that just die because it's not being used. Like, like, hubris. like when's the last time somebody said hubris to me, you? Yes, you today. Know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we use it on this podcast all the time. Check all that hubris and eat the Pop-Tart, you <laughs> fucking broke ass. No lie. If you listen to the Vinay Shand episode, uh, at the at the last like half hour of the thing, there was a big discussion about CBS. CM, yep. CBS. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I used the word hubris about ten times in the course of a minute, and then Teddy used it another five times right after that. See, that's why it I was like thrown hubris. around all over the place. Hubris was how about the, the last, hubris the had its day in the sunshine how about, that uh, how about debacle yes you also, also use that a lot on the show is one of those words that i say all the time but every time i spell it i'm like uh i get halfway through it i'm like debacle i can spell it too but the thing is is i often will bring up debacles just so i can use the word debacle I this is a debacle yeah <laughs> i've done the same thing uh with hullabaloo Oh, I love yes. the word hullabaloo. Hullabaloo is such a good word. A tough I one. passed it off to a coworker the other day as it was a disease. I was naming off diseases that were coming back because we don't vaccinate. I was like, yeah, whooping cough, yellow fever, you know, scarlet fever, hullabaloo, smallpox. <laughs> and he looked up, and he looked up, oh, he was like, wait a minute, that's not a disease at all. I was like, yeah, but if you get a lot of hullabaloo around, you might get some disease. You got those. Do you know what a brouhaha is? You could say that. That always feels like you're about to like pat a uh, small Persian cat. Uh, you know, in a, in a I was, throat. This is a brouhaha. When I was a when I was a manager on the management team, and we had a uh, we had a big meeting. I was talking about a particular instance that happened at the restaurant, and I said the I used the word fisticuffs, and everybody laughed. Yeah, man. Like how could. Like, like, was is that such an antiquated word? It's really weird when you I said use, it came to fisticuffs, and they were like, "I use that phrase so much." You just carry time. those around with you everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, right. Keep them in so your back weird. pocket. It's or so what? weird like, when you chucks yeah, and fisticuffs. When you say something and people look at you and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, motherfuckers gonna really make me feel like I'm some sort of motherfucker from antiquity." Right? That's now. how I feel <laughs> every yeah, time I have to use the word anthropomorphic. I'm always like. 
I fucking really need to use this word because it's the only one that describes what I'm talking about. But unfortunately, you use it, everybody goes, wah, 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 wah. It's like, can we fucking be adults here? I'll tell you what it means. It's very easy to understand. But I it's love just that. the only word that fucking fits when you're talking you about, like, I don't use oh, that chair said, like, okay, you're, I, I, I wanted to have, I, I've written a joke into my act that I don't know if I'll ever use because of the fact that I have to use the word anthropomorphic. Uh, when I was thinking about, like, like when you when when they have like mascots on food, you know what I mean? Like a little like a like a piece of corn or something like that. It's like, hey, try something. It's like I, you got to be real careful about anthropomorphizing your food and your mascots like that. Like this corn's like, hey, eat my brethren. <laughs> Just you know, slaughter yeah. slaughter my lineage and enjoy. Little... It's we have a we have a tasty lineage. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's like uh, those old you know. Troy McClure fucking livestock commercials where you know from the Simpsons where you know he took the slaughterhouse. He's like, mm, that cow sure we can't wait to be eaten by you. <laughs> well, what about the little mini weeds? The little mini weeds. Yeah, she was always weird to me, bro. Yeah. You know what I think is the best example right now of what you're talking about is uh, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, where the bee brings the box to the woman. And then all of a sudden he sees that she, you know, is uh, yeah, she's is, got all those bugs in right, the wall. Yeah, it's a fucked up. And then it ends commercial. all of a sudden he like is all like terrified and shit. And I'm like, yeah. how the fuck did y'all put money into this? Like, yeah. how is I this a fucking? Let's make a horrific honey nut like, cereals yeah, commercial. Like 100, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. It's like it's fucking. It's literally the bee is like, hey, here's honey. She's got a she's got a bug collection along her wall. She's a scientist. Yeah, so oh. he brings her this box of honey nut cereals, and she's all, this is delicious. And then and he looks up and sees the bugs, and he's all, I better go. And she's like, not so fast, you know. Right. Like, and then it ends with yeah. him, like he's like, honey, dun, dun, and like the music is all dark and ominous and shit. And I'm just like, is this really the f- like? Who the fuck did y'all focus group this with? Because this is a fucking <laughs> abomination. Happened? This is the travesty yeah, right now. Yeah, what, what happened to just a bowl, right. sunshine? What happened morning, to kicks, man? <laughs> what happened to fucking kicks? What happened to Mikey? Give it to Mikey. What about honeycomb? Kid honey tested, comb? mom approved. Yeah, kicks. you know what I'm saying. I still love kicks, bro. I wish a motherfucker would give me some flavored kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Honeycomb. Honeycomb always had fun Honeycomb, 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 Honeycomb big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably, you're too young. No, I remember Honeycomb, but, uh, uh, I definitely was not a fan of it though. I remember I would always be like, What like, was the later? Sometimes Honeycomb when we ever got Honeycomb, I'd be like, Listen, I was like, I was like, I always get so mad. I'd be like, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna eat it, but I ain't gonna like it. <laughs> and like, it was like one of the few times that I was like, I hate this fucking cereal. Like, there's like, I had a conversation in my brain. I'm like, Shut up, you're getting nourished. I'm like, I hate this motherfucking cereal. I put sugar on that shit. Like, honeycomb just, sucked to me. It was terrible. It was honeycomb was awful. Listen, I would still stab a man over a box of Fruity Pebbles right now. I'll tell you that right. America. Apple Jacks was good for me. You were fucking communist. Uh, uh, <laughs> it God, was yeah. so good. Apple Jacks is one of the most overrated cereals oh, of the world, so son. Good. It was a terrible. I'm getting terrible. hard just talking about it. You, I know you would. <laughs> You're gross. You're so gross. Thank God anybody mentioned no corn pops yet. You gotta fucking just spooge all in pain. Might as well wrap up right now. Before Eric just starts busting off cereal nuts, let's go ahead. Oh yeah, see here I was, I was thinking in my head that we started house. late, but we started earlier, so we actually are ten minutes past our time. So, uh, Eric, uh, what can we plug for you? Where can people find you? Uh, definitely on Twitter. I, I would love uh, people to follow me. I do a lot of writing on Twitter. It's at Han Eric. Okay, H A H N E R I C. Backwards plot twist. Uh-huh. And uh, I have a show every Sunday at Room Five on uh, La Brea above a Malfi restaurant. 
The Brian Bender. You been to Rome? Brian Brian you been there? I've been there, man. That's where I made my comedy debut. I know. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to have you up in my. Once yeah, we're well. going monthly once January hits, but I have four more yeah, weeks we'll to talk about do it every. And then I have every Monday I do a show uh, at Mom's Bar in Santa Monica. Are you on uh, Facebook as well too? Or? I'm on Facebook, YouTube, or anything. I'm on Grinder. <laughs> More importantly, though, I'm, I'm grinding about, right now. I, I, oh, don't you dare! We need to go ahead and get out of this. It's all right. I do the same thing on OKQ, but I'm with you. Uh, I like I said, I'm a straight version of you. Think, minus that thirty percent, apparently. Let's, let's be fair. You might be a straight version of him, but I don't think you're doing the same thing on OKQ. But he's doing. <laughs> you know, but they do have a locals thing on OKQ. But so I can find chicks in the area. The, the, the grinder is company, a totally different world, bro. The grinder yeah, no, company. I know. They the did a straight just, version. It's, not it's a, called Blender. It's not. I've a, seen that. Yeah, a, but it doesn't work as well because no. chicks chicks already get guys always. Hey, you you close by? Let's plus it's all the you know. I mean, it doesn't work the same way. It's way more rapey. Yeah. Then grind oh, it. Sure, sure. Exactly. Again, that's why I go with the OKQ, but at least there's like a profile and percentage matches, and they only show you people that are high percentages. It's, it's nice enough. Tedrick, what you got? Uh, December 20th, House of Brews, Jose Chavez putting on a comedy con carne holiday special. So, uh, oh boy. boy out at uh, Flappers Comedy Club. <clears throat> uh, and, uh, that's all I got right now. Mitch, what you got? Uh, December 22nd for Moza Cafe, and uh, I think I got some stuff in the next week or two. December so. 23rd, Improv, <laughs> Men's Comedy Club. Uh, come on out and uh, check that out. That's a 9 o'clock show, so get your broke asses out by 8.30. Is it Rebels? Rebels coming as well, too. Good night, bitches. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck on, bitches.